Scroll, we are here uh, and talking about our second series. We're, we're well into it. Uh, it's ping pong episodes four through six. I'm here with uh, with our old friend Piss, with our old friend Andrew. And uh, how, old how friend are things? Piss, thank you, thank you. Our old friend. Well, I know that you you find you find a uh, you find a certain power in me using your your given name of Piss. <laughs> yes, my given name. Thank you. <laughs> given uh, by you. Yes. Um, but no, I'm doing well. Uh, I mean, th- you know, this is my first podcast where I'm a little under the weather. Mm. So, I mean, I'm ready to get that medal in the mail. Um, <laughs> the, you know, Bernie's promise that I'm going to get a lot of dividends from this. It's a if you had uh, if you had written a webcomic just like, I don't know, uh, maybe maybe a decade ago. Um, you could have milked like three or four missed comics out of this being under the weather. Yeah, it's, you know, and now because, you know, it's so much worse than even a decade ago, I can't miss my job of this podcast. <laughs> That's um, right. I would fire you. Yeah. Um, I, You're on notice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I'm sorry you're feeling under the weather. I hope you feel better soon. Tilly was sick today. So, uh, uh um, there's something the going around Tilly. here in Perkasy. I'm sure, I'm sure it's by yeah. you too. Yeah, cross the country, baby. How how is how is Tilly? And by that I mean, where is she at in Pokemon? <laughs> uh, she we're we're currently at the uh, the level cap of Pokemon in that oh, uh, we are waiting for new episodes of Sun and Moon to come out. She's not interested in the um, in the Galar region, uh, like mini series, I guess. Dan, and, t- Tilly has come out strongly for Dexit, I guess. I guess yes, that's right. She's. <laughs> That's right. But she like, I, I don't know, like I kind of I, I was kind of um, pleased because it's it's very slickly animated. But like mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. It's like something wings. Mm-hmm. But um, it it clearly is trying to like pander to like being like a more serious and stayed Pokemon. Oh, like, hell you, yeah. You fought like it opens up with like a bunch of kids in like a uh, uh, like a children's ward in a hospital. Um, and they're all mm-hmm. talking about Pokemon and how they love Ash. And it's like it's like muted colors and stuff like that. It's very that's weird. Yeah, I didn't like it. Like it didn't it. It felt that's, like they were going for something they shouldn't be. Yeah, that's not that's not what I want. <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking for like serious thoughts when I go yeah. watch Pokemon. Um, you know what? We do want your serious thoughts, though, from Trevor. Yeah. What's that? You've started reading some manga, buddy. I have, yeah. I'm uh, yeah. Well, actually I was to reading our a little first inaugural uh, manga corner segment. We'll get we'll get That's some really true, bad yeah. music for that. Um, some good bumpers. <laughs> Just like let, let's get Julian on that right now. Um, but tri- tri- Trevor, no, what's up, buddy? I yeah. I, I, so this is my first manga that I've read since I don't know. It's probably been. Let's say Monster, because that's the one thing we know you've read. Well, yeah, and I I didn't read Monster like when it came out. Yeah, uh, it was it was all the way out when I read it, but like. That was at least when I was in college. So, like, yeah. it was a while ago. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm reading Dora Hodoro. Um, it's really good. It, like, it took me a minute to get used to its pacing because the pacing yeah. in Dora Hodoro is uh, very fast. It Wait until you watch the quick. anime because it's even, I mean, it, like, it's good that it, the anime pacing is, like, even more, like, breakneck. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. But, like, because you have to have that, but it's incredible. Um, but yeah, so it's where, where, where roughly are you at in Dora? So I am, I'm looking at the page right now. I'm okay. on, um, I just started, well, I'm about halfway through, I guess. The oh shit. Fast. Hell yeah. Uh, not halfway through the series. No, no, oh, don't, don't okay. get me wrong. I'm halfway oh. through spell 16, which is in volume three. So I'm in volume okay. three right now. Okay. So um, it's still a little baby, but you're liking it so far. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Like there, a, a number of things have turned. I've met a bunch of new characters. Do you um, want Noi to run you over with a semi truck? Oh, I do. Okay, I like that. that I just it, I we had that conversation when um uh when you were still playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and we were going through the terrible uh uh middle ground area uh, between mm-hmm. uh, Realm Reborn and uh, Heavensward together. There's a character, uh, Yugiri, who has a mask, and she takes it off, and and she's pretty. And you were mm-hmm. like, of course they do the dumb trope where yeah. like the person under the mask is pretty. Yeah, like and yes, I you, ha- you legally have to do this. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, of course. And then they did it with Noi, and I was like, whoa. But it's like, but it's like within three pages of meeting her, it's like you see her. <laughs> so oh, yep, this person is murdering. They have number one on the back of their jacket, so I guess of course their name is Noi. And then it's like, ah, pretty lady with abs that I want to, like, crush my skull. Thank you. Yeah, I really – Shin and Noi are, are fantastic. And I, like yeah. – I, I think my favorite part about them is that, like, because I, like uh, – because I, like, came in uh, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaiman, but yes. Yeah, is it Kaiman? Okay. Yeah. It's not like – it's not like uh, – It's not the Cayman Islands. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, Cayman, and I forget his partner's name. Nikaido. Currently looking at Nik- her on this page, I'm looking at, but I forgot her name. I mean, you love looking at Nikaido. That's yeah, Nikaido. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. You do love looking at Nikaido. There's no reason not to. Um, but I like them so much. I thought, well, certainly I won't like the villains very much. But like, Dorohodoro does not do like a very clear like villain hero thing. I mean, you know, you have people you're rooting for and people you're not. But at the same point, like everyone's just kind of. Everyone's just kind of living they're in the world the best they can. They're just trying to fucking get through it, man. Yeah, they're kind of vibing the whole time. Like, Ebisu's a fucking train. Like, she's doing her Poor best. Ebisu. And it's not going so well. It's, you know, I, hey, at least there's baseball. Uh. I mean, it, it really, like, I think Ebisu was, like, the the character that, the like, her introduction where she's introduced and Kaiman uh, basically rips off her face and she's, she's like, this is in the first volume, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, yeah. gets I mean, this back. is like a over, well over a decade old at this point. Uh, yeah, so true. I, I feel um, like any early stuff is fair game. But she like she gets sucked back into the door and 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 like at that point you could see it going very dark. Mm-hmm. And when she's brought back and she's just kind of like they're like she still hasn't gotten over the shock of losing her face, so we're gonna have to take it easy on her. And she's just kind of like doddering around. And yeah, stuff. we like, have to take it oh, easy I see on where her. This is going. However, Fujita, the ultimate fail son, you do you are in charge of her though. <laughs> it's uh, so good. It's great. It's so fucking funny. The art is fantastic. Oh, it's really yeah. really good. Uh, and like just like the gore in it is lovingly rendered, but it's not. It's not like a lot of like gore in manga that i get kind of uncomfortable with where it, mm-hmm. it almost feels like they're liking it a little too much yeah like it feels like they did it enough and like they're making a point with it but it doesn't feel like oh we included this because like it's so cool to look yeah cooler. yeah it's not it's not done for edginess it's done no. because like oh man this is fucking silly great thank you this is what all this is what all stories should be but um and yeah since since it's your first uh, manga and since I've decided this is a segue uh, how, what's what's your experience been of reading the right to left Um so I like it I okay. um I forget when I started doing that cuz I don't think Monster was that way it, it might it have been it was probably flipped yeah Yeah I'm pretty sure I read a flipped version of Monster and it was fine mm-hmm. and then I read something it might have been um it might have been when I was reading Astro Boy just like casually a mm-hmm. while back or, or something else. Like just like 
a classic manga, like a yeah. like a an older sort of like you a know, boomer manga. Thank yeah, you. boomer manga, right? Um, that I just kind of started picking it up, and I I now when it's like when it's a manga, I even like I got confused with uh, Dora Hadoro because I was trying to read in the versions I have. The, the pages are left and right pages. You you read from left to right in terms of the pages themselves. Like you'd flip from left to right. Oh, weird. Um, so I started on the right and was reading through mm-hmm. and I was like, this is not nor What is going on here? And then I realized like, oh, it goes right to left, but you have to start on the left page. Um, yeah. So like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's the you have the, dig, the like the official digital one, right? Yeah, exactly. So like. Yeah. And the, the comicsology web thing is not that's not that's, perfect yeah right exactly so like, it's fine like yeah. i i figured it out and like but no right reading from right to left is fine and actually in some ways i kind of prefer it like mm-hmm. i like the way that the and i mean maybe it would be the same way if they drew it left to right and it was like you know an american uh thing well, initially, like, yeah. but so the way it flows is really nice yeah uh, to, to bring it to what i've i've experienced the past week uh i bought some i bought some physical manga um because I my life is in shambles and I haven't seen any of my friends for a couple months. So um, physical manga is like a friend, indeed. Uh, it should be. So the one I the first one I got uh, the new I think it's brand new actually like within the past month release of Yoshiharu Suge's uh, classic, The Man Without Talent. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I've I've heard of that one. Yeah, I mean Yoshiharu, he's great. He's you know so he started working with Garo, which was this old like avant garde, very lefty uh, like magazine, um, because he was tired of selling his blood for money. Um, and you know what? Who can blame him? Yeah, um, he's it's great. Like, um, but yeah, so that and like that's the like there's a nice little essay in the front of it. Um, and it's like really well packaging, all that. Uh, the other one I got, though, also a former Garo man, uh, a single match, um, is flipped, and it's in, and it was a re- it's like a released in the past decade, which makes it more infuriating. Yeah, that's very strange. But they just you gotta stop flipping this shit, man. Because like what you were talking about, like if they had drawn it left to right, the flow would have been like fine then. But because they didn't. Even though you're mirroring it, it's still like, oh, I have to, like, move my eyes to follow the text and the action. And this is very disorienting. Nobody yeah, the flip is terrible. Is, nobody thinks this is a good idea. Please stop fucking doing it, you goddamn nerds. It um, feels like it feels like it's not that hard to figure out reading right to left either. Like, it, it doesn't feel like it's, like, that big of a barrier. Well, like, it is. And it's also the thing of, like, it is just, like, the standard for, like like it has been the standard for a long time now especially like when it's a thing of like when all of one piece and the like the biggest most popular stuff is already doing this it is bizarre that the small canadian company's indie release <laughs> of this like 60 year old manga is still flipped um it is odd yeah um but anyway uh, i mean a single match is still great it just you know it makes me sad um that i have to read it flipped well, because you'd rather read it, like, as it was intended, for sure. Yeah. Like, I which mean, is, that comes which, through a lot, I think, in, in Dora Hodoro, just because, like, there's so much moving action. Yeah. That, like, if it was flipped, I don't think it would actually – I don't think you could read it. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's, and it's a thing of, like, Q Hayashida, she's influenced by a lot of, like, Western comics. I'm sure you picked up on some of that just by yeah, accident. Yeah, for sure. But it's, like, the thing of, like, oh, no, it's – I'm still going to just write how – my, like we're right and everyone's gonna just understand it and it's not gonna be a weird thing you can move your eyes the opposite direction yeah um, exactly it's but, like it 
it's Th- thank you for letting me exercise like this thing that has been annoying me all week but i was like too <laughs> embarrassed to talk about with any of my friends because they were against me but but be- now on this podcast where a bunch of strangers will listen and judge me it's somehow easier they won't pants you on the podcast. They can't because they, that's they, fair. They'd that's have fair. to admit that they're listening. That's the and that fi- makes that's them bigger the fifty dollar a month tier. On, that's right. You could pants p- piss if you yeah, subscribe at, next, at a fifty dollars live show. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I'm really enjoying reading it, and like part of the reason I'm reading it is because I'm um, I'm hoping that uh, the show will uh, come out uh, quickly, and we will be able to cover it here. Yeah, uh, I do not. I do not hope that they abuse their poor translators and put it out quickly. But yeah, I I mean, I I don't think that's the issue. The issue is that just Netflix views anime as like a cool, quirky little branding thing. Um, Right. And it's like they their most recent release is, you know, Pop Team Epic. I know that you're not a huge fan of it, but they just cut all the episodes in half. Oh, cool. yeah, because, like, you know, one of the jokes of the show is that they do the skits twice and have different voice actors with them. But no, it's just, well, except except sometimes there are big differences, but nope, they're still cut in half. It's yeah, So they no. just, they basically were just like, yeah, this, this joke is not going to, it's just not going to play for us. We're just well, not yeah, gonna well, it, it's going to make this less bingeable, so cut them in wow. half. Wow, that it's, sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, and, like, and it's also clear that they just, like, don't talk to the, like, people involved with the like anime or like the original creators because like the b stars original creator when people on twitter were like hey love this manga and stuff like do you know why it's not coming out in like america netflix and she was like i have i have no idea dude that's that's weird because it's the the season finale was today it's um, done like i don't yeah. understand yeah, right exactly all these other companies have figured out how to do like day and date releases even i mean it's not even like it's not even like it's it's I don't know, like, it doesn't even feel like it would be so difficult at this point. Like, because there's a lot of, like, it can't be, because there's, like, a lot of companies that I would assume, like, I would assume Funimation streaming would be worse than Netflix streaming in terms of, like... I mean, uh, the Funimation web player is one of the worst things of all time. But, yeah, like, they, sure. they, get, the, they get their stuff out day and day, like, high dive done. Like, because it's a thing, like, these episodes aren't finished, like, 20 minutes before they go to air. M- most most of the time and, uh, and with like time zones sometimes like, yeah it'll be like okay it's like ten thirty. there's nothing going on on like this research trip i'll you know watch the new haiku episode um right and that's like that's a good thing like i that that seems like something everyone would enjoy and to be like everybody oh, well, you're does gonna have enjoy to it and it's the standard and netflix it's just that, like what netflix does is just a giant ad for piracy Mm-hmm. That's, all, yeah. that's all it does. It's pretty um, cool how like every every element of the streaming culture has gotten people back into piracy. Oh, dude, it, like piracy and physical media. Um, yeah, just like it's, it's great. It's we're back to nineteen, like we're back to the early two thousands when I thank started God. this stuff. And you know what? It couldn't have come soon enough. Yeah. Speaking of the old shit, Trevor, uh, we are watching a show based off a uh, 1990s manga. So. I didn't realize it was based off of a 1990s manga. I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't figured out that that was the time frame. Well, well see, That's they've cool. upped, they've upped, you know, in the manga, uh, Smile wasn't playing that game system. He was, he was with a Rubik's cube, man. He could have been playing that game system in the 90s. Could, it's a very have. old yeah, game system. Yeah, that's fucking that asteroid. <laughs> it's yeah. like not not very new. Smiles fucking yeah, ga- second game gear. Um 
But I, when I well, so this is a this is a preview, I guess, for an episode that'll come out on the main thing. Actually, before this before this comes out, so it's fine to say. But um, a review. Uh, yeah, when I when I, I talked to uh, uh, Vinicius Machado, um, uh, a, a Brazilian games critic about uh, Kentucky Route Zero, and uh, he's friends with uh, previous guest uh, Pedro Paiva, um, and he said he went to to Pedro's house and um, played retro games there. And because I, oh, I asked him, I was like, "Does Pedro play games?" And he was like. <laughs> He's like, well, well, I mean, you know, yeah, he played yes. his games. Like, does yes, he yes. like games? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, he does. It's just like he likes old, bad retro games. And so he has this, like, whole collection of, like, extremely strange bootlegs. Hell, yeah. Where, and, like, where else can you get that new Tom and Jerry game? Um, if not from the mind of Pedro Pavia. But, like, the the I think, like, Smile is very that direction where it's like, mm-hmm. what are you playing? Oh, I'm playing the mon- I'm playing robot versus monster like super yeah. robot versus monster and it's like all right that like, makes sense like that yeah. seems like something you'd play smile yeah well speaking of uh what smile would play if you remember trevor when we left off Sm- smile did lose to to Ken- uh, to wenga kong so, yeah i uh yeah. i and and uh, unlike my prediction and it, it's not like i won't say my prediction went completely wrong that there would be more to it than just this tournament mm-hmm. Uh, that that was not completely wrong. I, I was right in some ways, but I was wrong in thinking it would come immediately because the next episode is very much about the uh, the inter the inter school tournament. Yeah, inter high. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, the inter high, and uh, we we just start off with uh, Koizumi slapping like. I shouldn't be like I'm laughing because I like forgot that like, oh, this is how the episode starts. And it's like, oh, yep. Kozumi slaps smile for losing to Kong in a match that made everyone involved suffer. It was so good. Yeah. A match like that makes everyone involved suffer. It's which like the implication that like he knows that smile like through the match because he cares about Kong. I mean, of course he does, because like everyone knows that smile through that match. Yeah. Um. You know, the robot does have a heart of gold. Um, and yeah, and, and Smile does, goes through like the five stages of Smile reacting to things in, up to and including just, you know, walking away. Um, and it's re- this one's re- like funny because like you see Oda and like another one of the seniors like chase after him. But Peiko's just like, nah, like I know what to do. I'm going to just, you know, keep doing my thing. I liked how uh, the coach just basically says like, what, you want to quit ping pong? And he's like, yes. <laughs> and just walks away. Like, yeah. All right. Well, was like, that's oh, that. I guess. Shit, that wasn't what I was supposed to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then after this, we get uh, Granny shows up. Uh, first of all, to remind the three people that didn't understand uh, the smile nickname, just like, yes, no, it is. It is a joke. Thank you. Um, I loved I loved that where like you know they call him smile because he never yeah. smiles. Like, yeah. yeah, we've been here. This is yes. like, this is granny, old news. Granny, thank you. Well, and like she does that, and then it's just like you know props up like oh, coach's history, my history, almost like this whole intergenerational aspect of sport and the human experience is some sort of theme. But if it was a no, theme, they would, no, but no. if it was a theme, they would have like just you know pa- passed out a note card saying these are the themes of the show. This so. isn't this isn't as tight as the Johnny Sun theme uh, theme uh, direction, which is uh, make the theme the title of the episode. 
Okay. To uh, to be fair, the next step, the uh, actually is episode episode six is very much that. But yeah. <laughs> that's true. Episode wait, is that episode? Yeah, episode six. Uh, episode is that. six was, is yeah. the one where Smile blows out the candles on the cake in the dark and alone, and then this the fucking title card of you've loved playing this more than anyone. I, I really yeah I love you love ping pong more than any it's so good. oh yeah it's like you love this sport more than anything it's like uh, yes thank you perfect use of title card very, uh, very dark but actually can we say like and I say like just re- real quick the yeah. use of title cards in this show is very good yeah well and it's not just like the title cards because like you know last time we talked about like oh like the you know really enjoying these stylized splash screens of like ah uh, here's what this character is about but like. The way they brought them back when it's like Kong at the airport, just like hang, like you know, debate, you know, giving is like, well, I've decided to stay around. I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like this, this, these couple of episodes really did a lot with bringing back like, um, like light motifs in in, yeah. in the in the thing where like, I I was I was really taken. Actually, it's at the end of this episode, so we'll we'll get there. But um, yeah, yeah, it comes it comes. I think like it's it's not like it's such a short series that it's not as if like they get, came into their own or anything, mm-hmm. but they have enough material to work with that they are bringing things back and really oh, yeah. layering in a fun way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, you know, smile or granny and me having that conversation. Um, and then we get, and then also we just get the shot or we get like a, the quick, like interstitial moment of Wenga is just like shook. Cause he's like, he know like he also knows like, he let me win. Like, why, why would he do that when he like should be getting ready for his match against Kazuma? Right. Um, fuck everything else though, Trevor, because it is time for pay, my boy Peiko <laughs> versus Sakuma. Oh and, no. And just like the, your you boy know, Peiko is not going to have a good time. I don't think. Listen, my boy Peiko can t- like, has got to go through it. It's, you know, the hero's journey, Trevor. Um, it's true. I, and I, I thought this would be, I thought he would be a, a, uh, well, Go we'll, on, I'm, we'll, I'm gonna we'll spoil to everything. Yeah, but like just Sakuma's so fucking cool, man. I love he, him. He brings up. I mean, he's not cool, but like he b- remembers the score. Uh, like in this like preview, we get like the clear like, oh, this is like the super bleeding edge, competitive like shithead amateur athlete shit. That's the most insufferable. Because he's like, uh, you still have one of those ping pong paddles. Huh, so good. The, the game has improved. The game has changed yeah. since you've. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and Peiko, of course, immediately sees through that and just goes like, you don't have to, you don't have to force yourself to do this, man. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And the, like, we get like more and more of their history together, like through his flashbacks as, you know, we switch into the, um, you know, as we start going into the match. Um, and then. Like, honestly, I think that the way that this match, like, unfolds is when I first watched the show, I realized, like, oh, this is what it's doing. Because it starts and, mm-hmm. like, you know, Peiko is, like, very much in control. He, like, starts winning all these first sets. And then you get that. And then you get this, you know, cut of, you know, Peiko just keeps smashing it. And then Sakuma just hits these, like, looping, like, long shots just for Peiko to smash it over and over again until he wins the point. And when yeah, you first, and, oh yeah, you go. You oh go. no, but like he, he even like Peiko even makes like a game out of it. He's like, hey, let's play top spin like we used to just for fun. Yeah, yeah. And like Akuma's just like, yeah, okay, um, and just like tortures him like every time. It's just like I mean, not not tortures him, but like 
he he starts like that's when he starts taking over in the match where he's just like oh sure we can play this dumb game you wanted to play yeah um, and like when you first see Peiko score that like first point where this is like a thing you're like oh okay cool badass like good good Peiko scenes yeah right but Peiko's then, gonna Peiko's gonna eat here yeah this but then nothing he, on Peiko <laughs> yeah but then in like the next rally and like Peiko still wins this next rally uh or you know scores the point from it like you see like it's like oh you uh, you really need to stop trying to hit all these balls as hard as you can my like my guy this is not going well for you and you just see him get exhausted sakuma's you know glasses shine so you understand like ah yes he's, thank you he's for feeling your, it at that thank point. you for yeah. your brilliant plan um and yeah and like and it is the thing of like not only does Sakuma win this set, he wins it by like he wins it by making Peiko fuck up constantly and like yeah. is just unable to keep the ball in play. Right? He hits the net, he hits it out. Just the ultimate petty shit. It's I mean it's intense. Like it, yeah, the the amount I feel for Peiko in this match is just like it's very strong. I don't know if I, I don't know if I really felt for Peiko. You didn't feel just, for Peiko in this match. Like, I mean, you just listen, like you know, I love Peiko, but it, but like this is very much the like, man, you talk too much shit. You you really talk too much shit, man. Uh, I guess I guess like I guess I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the end of the episode. Uh, we, yeah. we get like one more Peiko at the end of the episode. Okay, we'll yeah, get there I at mean, the end, of the, course. But yeah, like, the ending the ending is heartbreaking. But like in this moment, it is. Yeah, the, in like, the in the in that moment, yeah, it's yeah, not it, particularly. It, yeah, um, and and well, and it's the thing right where. Oh, sorry. Um, ugh, you know, phone phone went off uh, again. I'm sick. I'm I've lost I lost my edge, but um. <laughs> And like you get you get Sakuma just being like, I it, it was like the the classic like childhood, like, ah, you always have this talent in one of the awards, and I was like busted my ass and I could never get close to you. But now and it's like even as the second set, which, you know, by no means needs to be the final set, even at the start of it, he's just like, Man, we have to finish this game quickly because I want to go watch Kazuma. Uh, yeah. like it is it is it is it has always been Sakuma that really sees this as just a formality um it's, yeah and it, it it has like the echo of smiles match because he it, it's sort of like the first set almost goes to peiko mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah he's just kind of he's watching him he's figuring out yeah. like he this isn't serious to him until yeah at the end of the first set yeah it's it yeah it's it, it's really good it, like i i love this shit so much it's so good yeah um and like, cause and like, you know, when we continue to like, we we get the like, ah, you, you used to make fun of me and called me Professor Table Tennis. Or I love when he Professor calls him Professor Ping Pong. Like, yeah, Professor it's Pong. it's so good. It rocks oh, so much. Yeah. Um. And like, and and like, he get he totally gets <laughs> what he thinks is his happy like wish fulfillment moment of like the way he beats Peiko isn't like this very dramatic, like it's not even framed in the show dramatically. Right. It is, right. you know, Peiko serves it. He volleys it back. Peiko just can't hit it back. And it's, you know, framed in this very like normal, like there's no tension in the shot. It's just like, Oh, Peiko, you're dead. You're done, even, dude. even like the, the thing where they're doing the game where he, where mm-hmm. uh, Akuma keeps hitting the, the ball higher and higher and higher. And Peiko has to try and return it. Like, even that has no tension. It just like it feels like kind of a carnival trick. Like it doesn't even feel yeah, like that's the a normal good way. ping pong. Yeah, yeah, because like he's hitting these slams, but there's like nothing there to it. Especially no. as you see later in this episode, the show bring the show knows when to fucking bring it. Um, 
But yeah, it's it, like it is like it is just Pecos come up um and I feel you. I feel for you, my you know Peco. But it's it's a very good scene. Um, oh, it's a great scene. Yeah, yeah no, and, it's fantastic. And like yeah. the the way that Peco gets, and, and like it's necessary that Peco gets kind of humiliated at this point yeah. in terms of like the arc of the story. But like it works really well. Yeah, and then just you know with how Peco has been like lording over him the whole time. Just like as soon as the match is over. He just runs over to the uh, uh, Sakuma runs over and is like, the only way to be sure you won't lose is to not fight. And then prances away so with his like the like, I, I mean, it is a cartoon, but the cartoonishly high head. It is. It's so funny, man. It's great. I love how he like ruffles Pico's hair, too. Just yeah. like so, so mean. Yeah, it is. It's great. And then, you know, we get more adventures of Granny and Kozumi. Um, again, almost as if like your reflections on the past are is related to this modern moment. No, 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 never. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I like these conversations as scenes, um, but they are like new for the like they are only they only exist in the anime. And I, oh, okay. They, and there is a part of me that really misses how like you know like I mean obviously a lot of what this anime does is because it has to add in a bunch more time is that it you know goes more in depth with these topics but i do miss how just like at like fucking like like i i'm stuffed i'm i can't think of the word but just how relentless the manga is was like no these scenes are just gonna happen and there's no like there's no space between peiko getting his shit rocked and kong v kazuma yeah i and that's like that's sort of like what i was talking like i talked to you earlier i guess this week or last week when i started dora hedora where i was like it takes some time to get used to the pacing in manga like it's just so much faster and like yeah it is like it's 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 a it feels a little bit more like um like it it, it, it's closer to its early influences i would say Mm -hmm. than western comics in that like much like older comics in like the 70s and 60s it just hits you with what's happening. Like yeah. it's just fast. It gets it, it gets through it. It's like, hey, you know what you're here for. Let's cut the bullshit. Yeah. Um, but you you want you want to see Kazuma making the Poggers face, um, <laughs> which unfortunately is not uh, uh, done in the anime. Uh, but I feel like you you know the anime I mean, does a good enough job with that match. He's certainly making the Poggers face in my mind. Like, when <laughs> yeah, you I say mean, that, truly. I saw it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah, I mean, ping pong 2022. Kazuma will definitely say that Smile has a Poggers chop. <laughs> um, but yeah, and um, and uh, speaking of Kazuma, the, like we, uh, Sakuma finally gets it spelled out to him why Kazuma's locking himself in these bathrooms before matches. You know, he just he needs to uh, you know seal himself off from the world and get his mind right. Right is what's said with like the subtext of just like ah this kid is um a fucking nightmare person. Um, yeah, then like and Cosma, if if he didn't seem like a nightmare in previous episodes, becomes clearly oh, a I've, nightmare in these episodes. Oh, what could you possibly be referring to? Trevor? Yeah, it's a, well, it, hmm. it's a, like, what what's wrong with having a poster on your ceiling? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, here we are. Kong v. Kazuma, um, only a, a, just a slight reminder of how unhealthy Kaio Academy and the larger youth sport machine is. Um, you know, just, you know, it's like, ah, if you, if you lose before a certain point, you're just cut and all that. Um, 
yeah, pretty intense. They're just like, yeah. if you lose before the fourth round, you're cut. Yeah, and just like the way that they're all talking to each other, it's just like, you know, not certainly not the most obvious reminder we get in these episodes, which is like, oh, yeah, this shit is this shit is ruining children's lives. Yeah, um, no, they're not having fun. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the match starts, and honestly, I, I like, I didn't, I couldn't really write any, any notes for this because we're in the fucking style dimension, and Dragon Chasm oh, is the king of it. So good. So, yeah. So, Trevor, what was this like for you? I really enjoyed watching, um, I just loved watching, like, the way that, I guess, like, so what I thought when Kong got into the match was that mm-hmm. it would be, like, a fairly, maybe, like, it would start off fairly easy or something like that. I thought that um, that Wenga, like, had the ability to just, like, ace Kazuma. Because he yeah. said that he did earlier and is said, like, guy's oh, not all that special or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like how the, I mean, the, the anime sets you up for that, but, like, mm-hmm. The I like how the anime just like switches into the stylization and like it's just purple dragons and like hitting incredible lightning shots and stuff yeah. just to show you that like, oh, yeah, what you thought about Cosmo is like not accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it, it is the immediate just like unreality of the match. And like he's a like, you know, Kazuma becomes that fucking Dark Souls three boss over Wenga and right. I know which breaks way. him. Uh, and it's also, I mean, it's just like he, he like, I think in the, in the match with Wenga, Wenga says something like, uh, he's a monster. Like this guy's yeah. actually a monster. And yeah. it's the first time in there where you see something and you're just like, Oh, this guy is like absolutely terrifying. Like it's yeah. just like a terrifying person. Um, and that, I think like the, the way that it introduced the dragon and all that, like that was, that was smart. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's not that long, right? It's like maybe 90 seconds. Um, and it's not long at all. Yeah. Uh, and then Wang is out, which is like the other yeah. person you were like, well, they'll probably win. Well, yeah. Well, it's the thing of like, right. Like, oh, it's the tournament. Like, sure. Our boys are going to like. Not like they're not going to win the first tournament, but you know we're gonna someone we care about is, and that's Kazuma and three randos who don't really matter for the story outside of <laughs> they're all Kayo, but Kazuma still thinks that they're fucking garbage and he demolishes them. Um, it's so good. It's it, like it's it, like it, on it like that. It's great. It's like yep, okay. There's a top four. It has to happen, but like this, this shit's already over. I also um, liked how how like. Uh, Akuma gets into the top four and he's just like, you're like, okay, so maybe we'll follow this guy. And he's just summarily destroyed. Yeah, he's a, it's the first, like, of the, like, remaining matches. It's, like, the first one and they barely even say his name Great. out loud. It's like, oh, yeah, no, he's, come on, he's he's the first one they send out. Like, don't don't get your hopes up for this. He guy. lost. Yeah he, yeah, he lost quick and it wasn't even to Cosmo. Like, it wasn't to one of the yeah. fun ones. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, and then we get, like, you know, Wenga dealing with it and he, he just really misses his mom. It's really, it's really affecting, right? Like, I loved, I loved the the mom subplot in this, where like, because I saw it going like the way of him being like ashamed of his country mom. It, it, it comes yeah. up a little later when he's at the well, airport in the next. Yeah, well, episode, it was the thing but. of like, oh, I I think the like one of the best like lines in the show is where you know he's like he doesn't like all the junk food that she sent him from like her job because he just only wished that she sent him his one like her wontons. Yeah. Um, 
And, like, you could totally see, right, like, you know, the provincial team, like, him getting his relationship with his mom at a good place. Like, that could have totally been, like, a plot. But it's like, no, man, he's always missing his mom. Yeah, and I liked that. Like, I liked that it was, like, he wasn't trying to, um, like, he wasn't trying to be, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, I don't, I don't need my mom. I'm, like, a... I'm I'm a I'm like a tough guy. Like they they really sort of create him as the tough guy and then yeah. undercut it constantly. Well, yeah, because like the first thing you hear about him, right, is that like he was a hired gun. Like he was brought in. He's not a person. He's you know he's a gun. Yeah, and he um, keeps saying those like mean things about everyone he comes into contact with. Yeah. He's like, why am I wasting um, my time here? Who are these people? Yeah, and you know, and then his coach just like a being positive male role model uh finally you know some early some early missteps there but it's just like (laughs) hey man your life is only beginning and honestly being free from this pressure is the best thing for you Um, yeah and he he says that like not as your coach but like as your as like a friend who knows yeah as as somebody that holds you in high regard like this is the this is the best thing that could have happened to you as a person um yeah, it's like it's it's like the it's the moment where you get a little bit of like uh, broadening of the world around um, uh, Wenga where it's like, oh, yeah, like this isn't going to be one of those stories where like if he has to go back, if he, if he can't go back and play ping pong in China, he will like have a breakdown and like freak yeah. out. Like the, the Wenga Khan reveal is that he's a 3D character. Yeah, and like I think that's like a, a legit reveal because it's no, like, like it's the great. way he's yeah the way he's yeah. the way he's sort of like introduced. You're like oh yeah he's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, and then you know this is this is where we start the like Wenga Khan whips ass um, series. Yeah. Um. So good. Yeah. Um, and then once again, Kazuma is asking for your support uh, via "Hey, smile, enroll at Kayo." All these guys suck shit, man. Once um, again, Kazuma is asking you to join Kayo. Yeah, because and then like this is where we get like that full on like montage of just all the excess at uh, the fucking IMG Academy that is Kayo. <laughs> you know, it's a it's nightmare like, academy. Like they don't. There's nothing about like. It's just ping pong all the time. Yeah, found, found it by a famous ping pong player. We got the ping pong Roomba. We got, you know, your special chef. We have the gym with uh, the thing that I like is that the gym just has more like um, benches than there are people on the ping pong team. <laughs> yeah. Like it is it is clearly like, yeah, this is the nightmare like production line to turn, you know, children into sport units. Um, what is the what's the biggest like school based gym you've ever seen in person? Um, or I guess oh, like, oh god, yeah. Well, well, when I was at um, Cal, when I was at UC Berkeley for some summer classes, um, they, like there's their shit's like their shit's real big, really big. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I like the thing I always remember is going to or like uh touring Oregon because mm-hmm. I got into their gra- I got into the PhD program there, and so I mm-hmm. I went and toured it. And when yeah. they told me it was like. It was terrible weather, and they were like, "Oh, it's like this half the year." And then I didn't like a lot of the professors. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, I, I love this. I thought I'd really love this program and living in Oregon, but uh, bounce, I gotta go." <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it's fine now. I mean, they, a lot of the professors I didn't like were older, but the um, uh, so maybe they've retired. But the uh, the one thing that stood out to me, they were doing the tour of the campus. <laughs> like, there was this pristine, beautiful library, like. You know, mm. all glass walls, just like obviously state of the art, just like gorgeous. 
And the guy was like, the guy showing us around was one of the uh, English uh, PhDs, and he was like, oh yeah, he's like, that's the uh, that's a library only athletes can use. Yeah. Um, you can well, never use it. <laughs> and like, here the library, like the uh, I, yeah, I forgot about, but the way that they framed the Kayo library, because like it is structured as what you would picture as like oh, a classical library, except I was like. We got all the fucking 15 minute long YouTube highlight reels you could ever imagine, my guy. Anyone can go and film a match for you anywhere in the world if you want them yeah, to. Yeah. It's like it's incredible um how how the subtlety is for fucking cowards, man. Um and like and we were just talking <laughs> about like college, but like here it understands it like no, this is like pre this stuff starts at like the preteen age. Um, yeah, and yeah. It, it's much more effective that way because, like, I, I feel like the that kind of heavy focus and like the idea of like you're focusing on one thing, yeah. and like if you don't do it, it could be the end of your entire world. That yeah. tracks so much more in a high school context. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like, and it, well, so, and we get that, and I mean, we will, like, we have to come back to that because, hey, there's a fucking shoe commercial coming up. <laughs> but uh, this episode ends with our official introduction to Yuri. You know, there were shots of, ah, who's this costumed individual at the sporting event, which is also like a fairly traditional, you know, sports story um, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what is less traditional, though, is that it's Cosma's cousin, and they have a very normal relationship. She has a very normal sports car, and she's going to go drive into practice. Um, so, you, so like, there's that. But before I you love can, it. Uh, oh, like, and it does like the full-on fucking loop in the third magical realism of as the car is driving away, it like fucking does a bunny hop. I love, um, I love the way the car drives. It's yeah. so good. Um, uh, yes, I know. I said Lupin and not Lupin. That's because French people deserve no rights. Um, but and like before you can even like process what you just saw, um, you, you just get the shot of Peiko crying alone in the in like the gym as it's closing up. And crushing. Absolutely over. crushing. Oh, it's, it's really it's really sad. Um, and I like the thing I like most about about the shot, right, is like mm-hmm. the way that it. It does the the plane overhead as well. Like you get the plane oh, sound. Yeah, yeah. And so like all of a sudden the idea of like oh like I have to go away or like I, I'm being sent away that you got mm-hmm. with Wenga is you get it with um, Peiko, which like I yeah. totally didn't expect. That wasn't something that I expected at all, and it was very cool that it showed up there. Speaking of sounds, um, I'm you know clearly I was. Uh, too caught up in my emotions earlier, but also the music during the uh, Peiko's Sak- the Sakuma match, fucking oh, oh, so fucking grimy and just it's it's great, great. it's great, uh, fucking uncut gem soundtrack ass song. Um, <laughs> um, it is yeah. no, that's right. Yeah, like it's 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 great. Also, so uh, so you know his name's Sakuma, his nickname's Akuma. You like have the general idea of what Akuma is, right? Uh, well, one the Street Fighter character, obviously. Yeah, Akuma is like a. It's just like a sort of like. I mean, what's the difference between an Akuma and an Oni? I don't know that. So yeah, so um, I mean, uh, like the origins of Akuma. Um, let me. I'll open up a Wikipedia tab to double check, but it's like a Buddhist Japanese Buddhist like 
folklore, like, you know, fire demon thing. Okay. Um, but later on and then like a much more, uh, like, and especially modern understanding is just very, it's very much like, Hey, Satan, like okay. Akuma, okay. Satan. Um, sometimes Akuma has a sword and that's cool, but you know, um, yeah, nothing like, wrong with Oni, that. Oni are demons and, you know, one has to be blue and one is red and it's revelatory when you realize that what visual storytelling is. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but like that is, but yeah. We so all remember Oni, our first visual storytelling. We, we really do. Um, and, but yeah, like, so where Oni is like, you know, you should view them as like, ah, we're the underling demons. Like Akuma okay. is, Akuma's top dog in the modern, um, modern context. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I just like, I thought that I didn't understand why his nickname was demon exactly, but I thought it was sort of like a, like half respect and half like mocking. Um, see, you're learning Trevor. It's beautiful. I am learning. You're never too old to learn. I'm never too old to actually like, uh, learn how to read. Yeah. Which is why for, uh, if you go to Ruby on rails, offer code, uh, no piss, um, you can learn the code. Uh, anyway, <laughs> is there anything else uh, you want to talk about? No, uh, I really just like I, I, I well, I guess the one thing that we can talk about just as a as a preface to the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the next couple of episodes is that um, the team totally thinks that uh, the two cousins, um, that is to say, oh. um, uh, well, they Kazuma, <laughs> Kazuma and uh, and uh, Yuri are definitely fucking. Oh, um, yeah, they, it, there is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And like the coach, who was Yuri's dad, has to be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But and then they just again, say, "Well, dad's always they don't, they don't know." Yeah, what subtext about. is for cowards. Um, but yeah, they like they know. Um, and you know, again, I just want to say, man, the Kong Kazuma match so cool. Trevor, have you ever seen anything like that? I mean, I guess no, you've seen I have the last not, episode actually. of Paranoia Agent, but like, yeah, I mean, it it does have some Paranoia diff- Agent elements, yeah. I think. Um, but no, I mean it was like it was super unique. I thought like it was yeah, it was its own it's, thing, and it it really, I don't know, like it produced a kind of effect that was like made me feel absent from the storytelling, but also told the story in a really efficient way. It was cool. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, well, it, it's the thing of like, okay, we're, we're like, how do we convey Cosma is just brutalizing Kong? Um, and it's the realization of like, oh, we don't need to show the match at all because we just need to show you specifically like, oh, this match, like this isn't even a match. This is right. This is yeah. This is a this is a beatdown. Um, yeah. Right. Exactly. And yeah. like that. Yeah, that just worked. Like knowing that the the show was not trying to show me like a back and forth, but in fact yeah. was like it kind of switched into just like. Oh, we're gonna show you the mental breakdown this dude is having, fight having to like play against this competitor. That just worked. Like that was just like it was like okay, I I'm in Wenga's mental space and I understand how unfair this is. Um, yeah. Like it, later, like there are a lot of matches in the show where people are just like this match feels completely unfair to me. Um, and they show like some of those show ping pong and like the classic sort of like metonymy for it in the show is the ball hitting the corner of the table. And then, yeah. like, going away and then being like, ah, I can't believe, I, I can't, I don't know where this guy's uh, shooting. Um, 
but in this, it was just like, no, no, we got to go. We got to go you one step further. Yeah, it's like, ah, uh, Kazuma has become a literal dragon shooting the ping pong with lightning from his hand. Yeah. And like the animation, like, and it is like the animation frame rate has kicked up and it's like terrifying. I think the coolest um, part of that, too, was like where you, you got to see Wenga like try stuff. And like you, you see that in all the matches where like they'll try yeah. something and sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. I mean, it's it's, you know, it's that's life, baby. Yeah. It's also tournament anime. Like it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're going to try stuff in the match and maybe it'll work yeah. and save them and maybe it won't. But like the best part of that was like when Wenga would try something and like it was just a dragon or like a huge giant Cosmo, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we don't we don't need suspense here at all. This is yeah. <laughs> we know what's gonna happen. Like the, yeah, fucking a machine here. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of you know what's gonna happen, Trevor, episode five, baby, it's the Skuma episode. We're fucking here. I'm excited. Um, We'll get first, though. Uh, first, you know, we have a very uh, emotionally affecting in the other way scene. Uh, Kong's at the airport. You get like this has like the splash of like, ah, here's his ping pong profile. Um, and he's decide- like the coach is going back to China, but Kong is going to stay in Japan, you know, do what he was hired to do. Um, make the team better and all that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like it's a it's a strange moment because it feels like. It feels very, I guess, sad, but only sad because like the friends are leaving each other. Like I don't, I didn't yeah, feel sad yeah. for, I didn't feel sad for him because his ping pong career was, for all intents and purposes, over. Like yeah. that didn't make me sad, which is weird because like that makes you, you happy at this point. It's like, oh yeah, they should all stop. Yeah, like if you had asked me initially, like okay, so like what's the sad part of this going to be? I would tell you like, oh, it's like. When he finds out he can't go back and, and play ping pong yeah. in China, like that's going to be really sad. And it's like, no, actually, like that's not the sad part. You're you you came wrong. into this expecting the show to have a positive outlook on competitive sports, and I was wrong. <laughs> I want I want to let everyone know, you know I, that degrees, was a mistake. In degrees, uh, but um, so yeah, we got that, and then we also get you know we learned that Kazuma has won the gold medal at the Youth Olympics. And sure, a sort of normal person would be uh, very proud of themselves, you know, thank their parents and, you know, everyone that's helped them. Uh, Kazuma at the oh, airport. Oh, what? So Kazuma's, Kazuma's reaction, is it normal now? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm willing I'm willing to say uh, to say that when you win, you win an award and your immediate reaction is to shit on everyone that's associated with you. <laughs> that's not a very healthy thing to do, buddy. I love I love the like just the the reaction of uh, so what do you what are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling about your award? Well, I feel like uh, if Caillou doesn't get good players anytime soon, specifically this one I'm thinking of at another school, oh, we're yeah, going to yeah. lose forever. Yes, uh, I forgot that, like, yeah, he also is like, mm, we got to get Tsukimoto from Katase. Uh, and you just see, like, everybody at Caillou just be like, dude, what the fuck, man? Come on, man, like, I'm, um, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm trying to eat lunch, bro. Um, I even, like, like the the other captain has to be like, hey, man, like, you shouldn't say that because they're just going to stop trying because they really yeah. want to impress you. And now they know they can't. Yeah. The, yeah. The vice captain, uh, you know, sh- by showing an ounce of humanity, just immediately rising up the rising up the ranks here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We have, you know, we really got to learn a lot more about Yuri here, such as uh, she's the official idol of all ping pong merchandise. 
uh, very cool to have a ping pong idol. Is that a thing? Like, I know that idol culture is something that I don't understand. Is ping that, pong? Okay, idol yes, a that thing? is that is the that is. I mean, yeah, like yes, yes. I'm, okay, yeah. Just okay. don't. We can't. We can't talk about Raymond or you. You met me on this podcast, Trevor. That's you don't. You don't want to go. There. I don't want to get there. Okay, gotcha. No, gotcha. You'll you'll download Idol Master at some point. You're not yet ready for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll yeah. ever be ready for that. Uh, so yeah, we learned that you know the merch queen. So we get some more hints that they're like incredibly normal family dynamic they got going on. Yeah, really, really cool dynamic where you just like your cousin's taking a bath and you walk in on them and put flowers. Uh, Unfor- like I like and unfortunately that's not even in like the top five. Oh no, it's just things. the first. It's just the first one you get. Yeah. Well, no. The, well, I mean, second because like this car scene is not that. Oh, but yeah. no, yeah. Fair I mean, enough. the the tub scene does stick in the mind. That's you know, it's why it's the tub scene. Um, we all we do, know the tub scene. Yeah. What we do get here is Peiko ignoring this girl he's invited out to the beach. Um, Peiko is like Peiko is so good at nagging girls that I think he's maybe <laughs> too good at it. In you know, it is it would be very easy to for Peiko to have become a pickup artist, and I'm so happy that he did anything but that. He like just, like the the just the the utter like disregard for this girl he asked to go to the beach he's like will you rub lotion on me he's like uh actually i want this food order it for me please and then he goes yeah. and hangs order out in an inner me. tube until it's nighttime yeah well hold on though trevor did you recognize who was you know the food vendor oh i sure did <laughs> he's Hell my yeah. favorite character Gami our king baby he's back he's, oh he's back he's and he doing says, better tries to sell the food it doesn't work and he goes huh maybe the beach isn't for me either better go to the mountains yeah, I love uh, this guy so much. You know, he's been listening to Last Camp and Cena. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Every time he chose the mountains, I cho- yeah, I got um, <laughs> good. Last Camp Cena's reference. Okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, he is in that inner tube all day, and it is like full burnout mode. You love to see it. Gets back to um, his towel. His his date has not even asked. It like told him, or if he if she has, he hasn't heard her. She has yeah. just left. Only his yeah, every, clothes are there. Yeah, well, like the beach is closing. Closing. Yeah, that right? too. Like, he's, he's, the guys, like, he's can you leave? <laughs> like, I got, I got shit to do, kid. Let's go. Um, and you know, I, well, and you know, Kazuma's also facing some repercussions for his actions. Um, basically, being told like you should really get that kid on the team if you're if you're gonna say this shit, right? Yeah, like, come on. If you think you can get him on the team, fine. But also, hey, maybe don't like you know. The, the the Akuma is like he completely idolizes you, and that's why he's like on well, the no, team that, and stuff. So the 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 coach says that, but like first you see like the uh, head administrator man is like you, sh- you should just get this kid if you think he's good. Let's oh yeah, head, head administrator rocks. Like he has no he has no qualms with just being the yeah. most evil character in the show. I like yeah. it. Um, I respect yeah. it, and I'm here for it. I mean, Trevor. You know, got him in, got the character analysis in one. You did it. You understand. I understand. Um, the the guy they could not have drawn more sleazily. I'm like, this guy's yeah. a sleaze ball. I know it. Um, but yeah, well, yeah. Um, and that, but and yeah, the coach is like that second step more of like, yeah, I get it, man. But like, I got a job to do here too. So don't make it hot for me. Um, You're like everyone, everyone doesn't want to compete now. Like no one wants to yeah. be here at practice because you told you you said on national news that they all sucked. Yeah. 
Um, it's like he's really he's it, really doing that. Uh, he's really just like doing the 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 Shiano, the Greg Shiano uh, <laughs> method of, of coaching. Uh, don't be that mean to him. I mean, it, he is sort of asking is for some Shiano. Infec- is there a staff infection at the uh, <laughs> Kaio Academy? I don't know. I um, can see it. Yeah. If you were to pick um, one of the schools to have a staff infection, tell me it wouldn't be Kaio. I mean, yeah, because you know that those school doctors are not do not have the players' best interests at heart. Well, um, as as they say, Akuma misses practice in this episode. As they say, um, I don't trust. Like the uh, uh, Kazuma and one of the other captains are talking, and and they say like I don't trust that this is a real thing. Uh, Akuma would play if his appendix was uh, bursting. Yeah, <laughs> like jeez, uh, you know, we, we care about the kids, right? We don't, we don't just care about the compensation fees for when they make a lot of money. What's that Jordan uh, meme? Uh, care about the kids? Care about oh, those yeah. kids? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Fuck them kids, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, you know, we we joke, but Wong has the most real moment in the show so far when. You know, he's sorting through a care package from his mom and he sees the gray in her hair and he's just like, oh, I've missed out on all these years I could have been with my mom. And, and he just he can't handle it. There, there, There's so many good like undercuttings of like cliches in this one scene where he sees the hair and he doesn't immediately like throw it away or keep it. It's just yeah. like a contemplation. That's one. And then he thinks back to the scene where he's on the train and she's waving goodbye to him and he looks stoic and you're thinking like, oh, he'll just stay stoic in the scene. Yeah. And then he breaks down and starts crying. And you're like, yeah, you oh, get the full there's another one. Memory. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, maybe Wenga's always just been like a hurt little kid um, that has yeah. never had like people give a shit about him outside of his performance other than his mom that he can't see. Damn. Wenga's um, kind of like old Kazuma at this point. Like, I don't know. Wenga, Wenga, Wenga was Wenga never has as a lot bad more humanity Kazuma. than Kazuma. Yeah. Let's let's be fair, but like I mean, Kazuma does have the issue of like his family made him that way, but still, uh, you know, Wenga writes. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I I think Wenga's a much a much yeah. more sympathetic character for for what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of sympathy, uh, you know. Smile, I'm very sympathetic to Smile having just some awful, atrocious running form, but he is trying his best. Um, you know who has really good running form in my in, in my family that I never would have thought is uh, Tilly. Oh, tell, I'm, listen, Trevor, you say you never knew as soon as you talked about your family and something good. Everyone was like, yeah, no, Tilly's probably <laughs> that, That's awesome got to be Tilly. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be. It's got it's, um, she's Kristen and her brother both star. ran cross country in high school. And Kristen has good mm-hmm. running form, uh, but she doesn't run anymore because uh, yeah. it hurts her knees. Um, but Tilly loves to run and she has perfect form. Hell which yeah. Is just like very weird. <laughs> like even my brother-in-law who runs triathlons is like and marathons and stuff is like, oh, yeah, like uh, she basically just has naturally good running form. Like She didn't get it from me. It. You'd love to see it. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, he has terrible form. I was surprised that he was already back doing ping pong. And then I thought about it for two seconds and I was like, well, I'm not surprised. This is just their relationship. Him and the coach, they yell at each other. They say they're breaking up and then they get back together. Yeah. Well, and although it has, it is pretty clear in this scene that the coach has broken up with the rest of the ping pong team. Yeah. Cause like Oda comes out and is like, and coach is like, Oh, what do you guys do today? Oda like, like, Oh, we're just wrapping up. He's like, ah, Cool. Good for you. Yeah, whippersnappers. Um, <laughs> he says, "Like, can, we can help you with something if you need." He goes, "Nope." Yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, and then we are introduced uh, to the tanned burnout Peiko. Who gives a shit if you eat junk food? You are my king. He gained um, some weight. Everyone yeah. points it out. He doesn't care. He just yells at them. For yeah, body po- body positive Peiko. Um, that, that, that's, body that, ignorant that's, Peiko. Peiko doesn't yeah, know what's yeah, going the, on. Yeah, the, I mean, the, yeah, the, the show is not treating this as body positivity. The show is treating this as Peiko, you're gaining weight and you don't even know it. Like, well, just, yeah, it's like it's like Peiko, what the fuck's up with your hair and just your vibes are rancid right now. Um, <laughs> and Peiko doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, and like, and this is where we get like, oh yeah, the club has been turned into smiles like training regimen. Like they have to do the like no, like they have all these practice matches against teams that Smile can play against, but none of them can. I love, I love when they're just like, oh yeah, he constantly is playing new people because none of us are good enough to beat him. Yeah. So like, he just has to constantly cycle through people all the yeah. time. It's like very we are, cool. We, we are less than ants to him now. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> And then here is where the the Akuma moment starts. You know, this is where we learn, like, ah, oh, he skipped practice. Um, and it's like, you know, to get the debate, like, oh, did, was he, he wasn't really sick. Like, he's obviously going out to play. Um, and Kazuma is just, like, you know, very stoic through this. And the vice captain eventually is like, oh, are you worried about him? And he's just like, nah, I know he's going to lose. Um, so I, I'm focused on finding a strong replacement for him. It's so and, good. Yeah. It's like, well, we're gonna have to we're gonna need a replacement, so let's let's yeah. get started thinking about that instead. Dang. Yeah, and the vice pr- and the and the vice captain is just like, hey, hey dude, what the fuck? You're like, this guy's like kind of part of the team. Like maybe you should be nicer about this. Yeah. It's uh, also a good it's also a yeah. good like reminder of what happened when Smile and Peiko went to see Wenga and they just went as like two friends and yeah. after Peiko got like humiliated Smile just said, like, I'm not playing you. We're leaving right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Couldn't be less well, like that. No, well, especially since, like, in response to this pushback, uh, Kaz was like, hmm, yes, I hear you. However, what will compassion do for our winning? I, I like, you know, I, love, I, I am living I love that moment where he's like, life. I hear what you're saying, but compassion is uh is something that I don't quite understand. Like literally, that was the that was like yeah. the line. It's like, well, yeah, you know, it's like like I like I understand triumph of like will. Like, come on, meet me where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you know we get a lighter scene here. Uh, Yuri's here to do some in like life changing Pepsi product placement. Um, you know, there's the Kendall Jenner ad and this, um, (laughs) I, I think this is much more impactful. I'll be honest. I mean, it's, it's certainly more morally good. Um, (laughs) it's certainly, certainly that, um, as well as, you know, talking to like, she starts talking to her dad and we get, we get like the later, we get some more recent, uh, Akuma backstory, uh, it's like, oh, I didn't want him on the team, but he was a little psycho boy who, w- like, I would tell to do 10 push-ups and he would do a 1,000. Um, and we and learned that like, the, the coach at Caillou is also, like, weirdly attracted to his students, where he says, like, ah, your old dad fell in love with him because he's yeah, I mean, you know, such a coaches, good boy. Coaches, man. Uh, coaches, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, like, the, the constant thing of saying of, like, the risk of being really, really into uh, like seventeen-year-old boy talent. 
Well, it's like that and also like, ah, men don't know how to talk about their feelings. So just, you know, <laughs> instead of saying like, ah, I grew to care about this child, I will just talk about it in the way I know how, which is per- the pursuit and conquest of women, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but really, we got to shut the fuck up about everything because Sakuma's here. He makes fun of Peiko. He's wearing his uniform under his clothes. He's ready to commit seppuku, in the words of Kozumi, if he loses this match. You know, he knows the stakes. It's incredible. We got the fucking fire Satan versus the moon. It's very cool. Like, the, the, my, my favorite line of these three episodes happens here where um, uh, he says, basically, he's like, oh, um... I remember my uh, okay uh, smile. I remember my my match, like my record against you. It's uh, I like it's it's this record. Like he tells he tells he says his record, and smile just says like I don't remember any of that. Yeah, none well, of that like, means anything yeah, to me. In the in the last episode, there was like his record against Peiko, which is like Peiko had won like six, like it was like ninety eight to ninety two, um, and it had been four years and three months since they played together. Right. Whereas this, whereas this is like Akuma beat like it's like twenty wins, seventy losses for Smile. Um, yeah, it's like like Akuma's beaten the shit out of this child so many times. Uh, right, but, and like it's 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 ultra clear what like. That like this for him is he he just thinks this will be an easy easy win. Yeah. Well. Well. It it it's it's th- like it's that, but it is also like, a, like he's worked so fucking hard. He's like he's he's he knows that this is what's going to make him happy, right? Like, like he just you know I I'm good at the ping pong now, They're and it gonna does appreciate me, and I'm going to be happy. Um, I just need to beat you one more time, right? And then it'll finally work, right? Right? This is good. This is uh, healthy. This, this will make Cosmo's gonna like me now. Like Cosmo's yeah. gonna know that I'm good. Yeah, and um Smile does win the first set eleven to one. And um it's not you know, we're we're getting we're getting more flashbacks, right? That was good for um Akuma last time when the flashbacks started. Yeah, uh, we get to- he did real well with that. Yeah, we get the smile flashbacks, um, and it's like, ah, I'm making fun of Smile. Um, Peiko's telling me to fuck off, but I'm I'm gonna do it because Smile bad. And I mean, to be fair, he does do twice as well. Um, you know, as you know, as as a caucus understander, you know, he's doing great in that. <laughs> he's been That's at fifteen percent minimum. Fair. Um, it is still eleven to two though, and the full meltdown does happen now. Oh, it's um, on. And uh, at five, what was your well, favorite part? What, what, what was what was your favorite part of the meltdown, Trevor? Um, I think when he like, I think my favorite part was when he thought he had Smile figured out, and he like he tried mm-hmm. something new and it failed, and then immediately he just like slammed his uh, <laughs> he slammed his battle on the table and just screamed. Yeah, the scream's really good. I mean, for me, the eye doctor stuff is like really affecting. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I forgot that this was the part where it's like, where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Yeah. Okay. So do yeah. So do you just want me to? Yes. Now I remember. Yeah. My favorite part was maybe when he when we found out he had astigmatism because I have astigmatism. So I was like, oh, that's like me. Yeah. Um, That was that was cool. So so yeah, like he's thinking about his eyes, and then there's the like him with his dad and the train. Uh, it's like, ah, oh, it's not a, it's a choo-choo, not a beep-beep. Um, and, you know, he thinks about Peiko, because, I mean, we're all thinking about What was Peiko. the choo-choo, not the beep-beep thing? Do you think that was, like, I didn't understand the the relevance of, of that. 
Um, for me, it was well, one like more like I stuff, but also just like for for me, it was like oh, when I was like a normal per, like pre ping pong when I could have uh, been a normal. Yeah. Like, was I always this way? Um, right. And then, oh, and then, like, he thinks about Peiko, and then, like, you get that one last, like, idealized, like, here's the Kaio team, and the Kazuma's stretching his arm out, um, and then it just all goes away, right? Right, um, exactly. And he, he even says, like, when, when Kazuma, when you have the idolized team, Kazuma says, like, I, I I think this kid's gonna be really good or something. <laughs> like he says something. Yeah, oh, it's like ah, oh, the vanguard. He, you're the vanguard. Great. Yeah, um, and it's something like it's something where like there is absolutely no way he would ever say that about. Him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's it's clear. Like ah, oh, my dreams. Uh, and and then like it, this has all been washed away in less than fifteen minutes because Smile has just what wiped the floor with him, and then you know. At, like as he's having this internal meltdown smile just very casually it's like yeah man it's great that you've tried so hard you just don't have the talent though yeah like you why what, he says like why has this happened to me and he says like well you're just not very naturally talented at ping pong yeah. oh, he says, you, you have no talent for table tennis or ping pong yeah and it's like and like sh- and like sure akuma might be in like the top two percent of ping pong players in the world but that still means he's absolutely fucking nothing, unfortunately. Right. for I mean, good for him in the long run, but in this moment... Oh, yeah, very good for him in the long run because uh, yeah. it's like a nightmare thing to be good at ping pong in this world. Yeah, I'm well... I, 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 yeah, is, you know, he brings his, uh, you know, he brings his meltdown home. Uh, and <laughs> with the episode just ends of... You've you got to bring your meltdowns home. You gotta bring your meltdowns home. If you're not willing to bring your meltdowns home, don't even have them. Yeah, specifically when there are three adults on the street talking about how Bruce Lee died, uh, you should run into them, and then when they get aggro at you, you should just lay them the fuck out and kick the shit out of them when they're down. It was like that was a good scene because like the the subtext of the scene where he was just like kept kicking the guy. It was like this is really dark and like deeply disturbing. But also because it was ping pong, like all the framing of it was like, it's not that disturbing. Like they're just talking about Bruce Lee and then Akuma just like knocks him down and starts kicking him. It's like it never quite escalates to the point where you're like, oh, I'm disturbed now. It's like, oh, it's it's very weird. But yeah, well, it's not super interested in depicting the act itself so much. as Just like that's a good point. Well, it's like, okay, here's what Akuma's going through. And hear what the consequences for, you know, what his actions are. Whereas, like, him actually, you know, kicking this man repeatedly. Like, you know that that's happening to, like, truly understand, like, ah, he angry child. But, you know, you don't see the teeth fly or whatever. I did like, I did like when he said, like, okay, so, like, how would you like me to look? Like, what, what direction is good? And, like, the, the way that it kind of corresponded with, like... This guy has been told his whole life, like, you know, watch where you're looking or like has been made fun of for how he how his eyes work. And now it's just like he's finally being like, hey, like you want to you want to like you want to make fun of my eyes. You want to make fun of me? Like how what what would be best? What would be best? And just like taking it all out. Like it was like, okay, this is a very relatable moment. Oh, wait, shit. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. So no, like everything you said, no, everything you said is good. I mean, you would, I, if you had understood this, like very impressive, but so early, like when vice, when the vice president is talking at Kazuma about this, 
um, like, oh, he would have played through appendicitis. You get a picture of the poster he has on his wall. Do you know who that man is? You know, it's fine if you don't. I really, I don't expect you to. The the runner in it looked like uh, Prefontaine, so I thought it was I thought it was Pre at first. Who, if you wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about someone like running through. terrible illness that would be a good one yeah. but it wasn't prefontaine so i didn't know well it was. <laughs> uh it was uh kokichi subuyara um i've really fucked up that pronunciation i bet that's okay um, i believe it's what how it's pronounced when he when he you know only won the bronze medal at the 1964 tokyo olympics like viewed it as like a national failure and you know it's just like i can't believe i like did this to everyone and all that um, and then he had back problems for the rest of his life and he still was trying, he still was like training for the 1968 games, um, but uh, committed suicide um, because he felt like I, I can't reach the levels I need to. I'm this, like, I'm so like, I just, I can't be the athlete I need myself to be. Okay. That's so. a really dark poster to have on your wall then. Yeah. Well, like, and that's the, like, I did, I didn't, well, you know, I didn't know about that until I was like, oh, I should look this up it's like oh fuck okay yeah so i feel like that like understanding that is all you need to know about like oh this kid's yeah. headspace is bad well and that's a lot darker than prefontaine who it's like yeah <laughs> yes yes you had the somewhat up mo- like, like oh somewhat- yeah like he passed away it's like it's it's a shame but like it's kind of a heroic story that's yeah that's not a heroic story that's a tragedy now this is like oh the like this man was failed because he was not able to get like the help he needed. And it was instead forced into the nightmare sports ecosystem. Yep. Yep. Um, it's very clear what, uh, I think it's becoming clear what this series thinks of sports. Well, in some ways, right? Like, cause it's not, it's not the sports that are the issue. It is like the culture and the way that like right. it churns these, it, like what it does to these kids. Yeah, ping pong itself, I suppose, is not is not at like it's not. Yeah, it's not the sports fault. It's I mean, it's, you know, capitalism's commodification of like these children understanding that they will be the cheapest and most productive labor output for sports. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, Because, you know, like obviously in the perfect society, if you're a seven year old and you just want to play basketball all day, fine. Your life won't be ruined if you reach a point where it's like, oh, I can't like I'm not going to be great at this. But here. You know, Akuma is still probably like top two percent in the world, but that is just closed to him forever as a viable like labor source. Yeah, it's like it 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 remind like the other day I was at uh like Tilly was Tilly's taking like a swimming lesson, so it's yeah. in the high school pool, and so I was there and uh, there are a couple of dads talking above me. I knew one of them, but like they were talking about kids' sports, and I have like mm-hmm. less than nothing to say about that, so yeah. I just kind of backed out. But like yeah. it. Like they were talking about the football team and like the, the, the yeah they're I guess they're the one son plays football who we know, um, and they were saying like you know they were talking about the team and then the one dad asked he's like oh so like who's the kid on the team who's like really good like is there a kid on the team who's like super good and they were like oh yeah the coach's son and it's like it's such a weird thing to like for like seven and eight year olds to have to frame their experience with sports to be like who's the good one on the team like who's totally. the one. Who's the one who might go like who might actually make something of this? We're all like lesser than him, right? Yeah. 
Well, and like, and if you think it's like, and if you think it's bad in America, which let's be clear, it, it fucking is. is. Yeah. <laughs> like my foot, like my, one of my big, like football news apps sent me like, here are the best 11 year olds across oh Europe. And it's God. like, dude, no, that's terrible. Oh no. Uh, those, yeah. Those poor 11 year olds. Yeah. It's, it's. It's dark. Um, it's like with baseball where it's like you you like in the international signing period, it's like they sign, you know, a bunch of 14 year olds. Yeah. It's like, oh, I hope this 14 year old is good for my team later on. Looks like, uh, you know, they got a they got a five star review from uh, from baseball uh, perspectives. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be good. Or like Baseball America says this is the best class of like, you know, well, people like, who are 14 and 15 that we've gotten in, in years. And like, and that's like a dot, like that's already like a bit of a dire like read of that. But it is in many ways more positive than the actual read of like, oh, this is the cheapest like roster spot we can. Fill. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I and didn't they're even not, bring like, that and up. these aren't, and like, and these aren't players that are gonna like make like these are these these are gonna be the most like obedient things because they're literal children. We can throw them into the machine. It's fine. And like, you get two versions of it. Like, and like, ping pong's making me think about all this. And like, I was thinking about it when I was like thinking about Akuma when I was watching this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you basically have two versions of it. The one version that's tragic is like um, the Phillies catcher, Car- longtime catcher, not anymore. He's mm-hmm. retired now. But the Phillies' longtime catcher, uh, Carlos Ruiz, um, mm-hmm. good player, won won the World Series with the team. Like, perfectly good catcher. Um, probably at, at his peak, like a top five, top 10 catcher in baseball. His bonus when he signed with the Phillies was $8,000. Yeah. It's, it's like, and then the other uh, version is like Kevin Maiton, who's like a, mm-hmm. a prospect. I forget who he's signed with at this point, but like the Braves signed him and they lost him because they tampered with stuff. But like when they signed him, people were like, oh yeah, he's the next Hanley Ramirez. He's going to be amazing. He's like Hanley Ramirez, but like good defensively, he's going to be like a game breaking player. Yeah. And he didn't pan out. And now, everyone just talks about how fat he is and how like he couldn't pan out or be like successful. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. man, those are your it's, two yeah. options. Yeah. Well, and it's also, and like, and also like this is, we're just talking about like men's sports and oh, yeah. obviously ne- neither of us are qualified to talk about like, you know, what women's teams have or like women athletes have to endure. But like this shit's, it's, it's dire. Yeah. It's, it's extremely dark. And like, it's like yeah. to see, I, I think it's good to have like, to have a show like ping pong where, the even the people who are like succeeding in the sport it's not like if the sport is admirable and in some ways it seems like in some ways the show paints ping pong the sport in a in a positive way like i don't i don't think like anyone in the show you'd want to have their situation it's not like you're like oh i wish i was wish i was really good at ping pong like kazuma it's like no i I, I really don't I mean, you, you want to have a Gami spot, right? But, other, well, but yes, yes but of course, I on, 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 on the serious level, like, no, like this, these kids aren't in, like the kids, you know, will be all right, hopefully, but they're not in good spots. No, um, right. Exactly. The only person who's gotten out at this point by episode five uh, is, is, well, we don't actually know. No one has gotten out at this point. So, yeah. Um, all, yeah. Um, uh, I guess like <laughs> we probably <laughs> What a what a thing to try to pivot out of. But some some last notes here I have for the episode. Um, for we do get we do get some look at Oda's life here. Um, you know he's got his family business, and it's very funny when his two like very funny in a like ah damn I didn't expect this to turn out to be me. 
um, is when like his two friends go like, ah, it's nice that you got a fam a family business. We're college bound with no prospects. I love when they said that, and then he's yeah. just like, you idiots, you have no idea how hard it is to run a like a small yeah. business. And like in the the next episode, we very much see that uh, with you know him on a roof on Christmas Eve. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I guess do all anime. Things. This is actually a question that I wanted to ask you. Do all anime have a, a Christmas episode? Is this like normal? Well, uh, uh, obviously, Trevor. When you say all, the answer is no. Oh god! But I mean, yes. <laughs> but yes, like Christmas as a as like a time. Well, because like it's a time frame thing, right? There's sure the like. I mean, there are obviously Japanese Christians and stuff, but like Christmas is not. Christmas is like a different thing. Uh, yeah, no, I just like I, I noticed that it was like it was something that kept coming up. And I was I was I wasn't surprised because of the lack of religious significance. Yeah. I was more so surprised because I was like, oh, I like wouldn't have and thought it, that they'd have a Christmas episode. Well, and it's also a thing of like, especially factoring in like in the manga. Hey, how do you communicate that? Like it's winter. It's like, oh, Christmas stuff. Oh, but like yeah. if if summer is a bunch of cicada sounds and power lines like, you know, winter pay Christmas stuff. Like easy, easy way to get across what you mean in very short amount of time. Give me um, those power lines. Uh, listen, ten hour cicada ASMR mix. We got you. <laughs> um, spe- speaking of ASMR, we do get the we do get the ED remix here. Um, just the reminder of like, oh, we're halfway through the show. The ending song's uh, slightly different now. Yeah, I liked how it changed. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, any anything else you need to get off your chest before we head into the final episode? No, not I, like one of the things I'm finding really difficult about this particular episode of the podcast. Not that it's like difficult in a way that we're not getting through. I think it's mm-hmm. going fine. But like, uh, so no one tell me that it's bad and agree with me. Yeah. But um, you know, like the 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 thing that I find hard to talk about with these three episodes is like so much is interconnected between them. Like so much that I like about all of them. Like, yeah. You have to talk about episode six to talk about what you like in episode four and vice versa. It's like it's it's a very like clearly worked out piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, maybe, you know, our our format might need some like tinkering or whatever. But yeah, like it is the no. thing, right? Of like all these episodes. <laughs> well, like the thing like in this upcoming episode, like Peiko's moment in the water is like that reflection of Peiko's match versus Akuma. Right. Right. Exactly. And like Peiko and like the the way that akuma's arc works where like you want to say like all of this is good like all of this works out for him it's all very good that you know he uh had to deal with this struggle it's really hard to say that if you're only in episode five like if you're only in episode five it seems like oh this is not good (laughs) there there, there's you know akuma doesn't become a perfect boy um you know no by no means but like yeah in episode six, you realize like he's better yeah. for it. But but yeah, but but like yes, the the Akuma arc in this is incredible. Yeah, like in these three episodes alone, full ass story. You know, re- like some young adult writer is gonna steal it and then claim that they never heard of ping pong. Um, it's it's great. And and how um, dare they? Yeah, I mean that's that stuff happens and it's always very funny. Uh, because you know all these people think like ah people don't know about anime it'll be fine and it's like wait you this chat like th- this is you just did the story <laughs> you just I, ripped I got, this off like you ripped this I off got, bad i got paid so fuck you <laughs> um, yeah um so yeah you ready to head into episode six i am i'm excited 
I mean, I'm excited. So, I mean, the first, like, the most relatable thing, and I know I've said that a lot to, uh, tonight, but of this child just, you know, op- like, it's opening, we get the robot and, and the hero stuff. But in this, when the child just says, like, ah, uh, yeah, I read the first 13 volumes of the manga in one go, I'm like, yeah, buddy, we've all fucking been there. Been there, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, it's, it's, you know, an opening and you see a giant robot like causing havoc and you get the fucking Super Sentai, uh, narrator and like, ah, oh, only the hero can salt. Like, it's not like the, the phrasing isn't like, ah, oh, only the hero can like vanquish the robot or whatever it is. Like only the hero can fix this situation. Yeah. And like, um, this was like, I, it was a moment where like, I felt like the metaphor of it all was like. It was so kind of obvious that it became <laughs> it became commentary, which like I always yeah. like. I always like yeah, when they like, go for it hard enough that it becomes like, yeah, we know we're going I, for it. I mean, when when the when the child says like, oh no, but the robot is really nice on the inside. Only the like, hero okay, can fix it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, okay. Like okay. Yes, you know that this isn't anything fucking subtle, like good, but but it is like that refresh of just like oh okay. This is what you should be thinking about. Right. Um, yeah. And they haven't done um, the hero and the robot thing in a few episodes. So it made sense that yeah. they come back. To yeah. It. Like, a, yeah. And boy, do we get that in this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, but so anyway, only the hero can, you know, save the robot from its rampage. Anyway, smiles out here to de- demolishing entire teams on his own. Yeah. Um, and f- full on robot. And like the 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 other team says, like. Hey robot, like, uh, did you did you have like, did you get it oil in all your joints? And it's like, oh no, yeah. don't call him robot. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, you fool. And like, again, the sa- like the robot sounds are back when he's walking. It's yeah, uh, subtlety is for cowards, uh, or subtext is for cowards. Um, but yeah, um, and meanwhile, over in Peco Land, uh, he's just we haven't gotten the good like we got a bit of the junk food speech last episode with like the snacks and how they're marketed. But we get the chocolate speech, which is my chocolate personal speech favorite. Is so good, because he's because it moves beyond the food, and he's just like, I'm blaming the consumer because they've forgotten the simple pleasure of cheap chocolate. I like I like the old woman was like, bring your complaints chocolate. to the consumer uh, reports board, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't blame the people who made this. I blame the people who buy it. And I was yeah, like, I that mean, is. Pay, pay, Peiko, you have to my 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 son. You do have to learn about the 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 very very small limits of consumer uh, advocacy. But he's just uh, going to become a libertarian at this rate. Yeah, got to step in again. You know, in many in in real life, Peiko is well on the way to pick up artist shit. But you know, I'm Trevor. I'm going to tell you right now, he is safe from that path. Oh, um, I know, by because I saw the yeah. end of this episode. Oh, that's uh, actually yeah, that's true. By the end of this episode, uh, Peiko's Peiko's <laughs> back on track right. at the end of the yeah. episode. Um, yeah. Well, and it, it well, and as much as I love the chocolate scene, uh, you know, Peiko would have been living it up when that math. Do you remember the masked chocolate shit, Trevor? No. Okay, so they were. Uh, I again, sorry, going completely off the rails here, but they were this bougie candy company that was very trendy in New York. They they were the bean to bar people. Okay. Um, and it turned out that they were just buying. I'm pretty sure just like Hershey's chocolate, <laughs> and melting it and putting it in their own bars. Hmm. And it was one of my. It's like one of my favorite like bullshit food like dramas. Is that it? Like that actually that rocks. Have, yeah, because well, it's like the thing where like 
because uh, uh, obviously the the like more harrowing bullshit food dramas is like oh this shit's killing people and the, everybody knew um but like this or is just like all oh, these fucking yuppies man yeah emperor's new you um, got yourself emperor's new clothes like, yeah how um, how do you this is like i don't and i don't know if any of my uh i actually know some of my irish friends listen to this but i don't know if my irish friends who live here listen to this or not i don't think uh the the irish family we made friends with yeah. is listening to my podcast uh if they are they hello. can go to the patreon though patreon.com slash no card but i i they they are adamant that american chocolate is garbage and european chocolate is very good and i think that that's another one of those emperor's new clothes things i think like if you buy bad american chocolate it's quite bad but like yeah I, it's not like it's made in europe like this isn't we're not talking a local. Yeah. Anyway, that's a. That's, Are you telling me that Toblerone is not a small shop? Ugh, <laughs> or like, me. oh, they make it with better milk. It's like, no, they, they yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I mean, my one weird food thing is that like I'm not a big fan of tomatoes, and then okay. when I was in Italy, it was like, oh fuck, these are great shit. But, oh yeah. yeah, no, no, that's true. The the yeah. one weird food thing I will I will commit to is just is like far dumber than saying that chocolate's good in Europe, which is that yeah. um, I think Guinness tastes better if you're closer to Dublin. Ooh. I 100% believe this is true. I had like nice, the only Guinnesses nice. I've enjoyed have been in Ireland. Um, and not because I was feeling the spirit, but because like it tastes like a different beer. Nice. I don't think I've ever had Guinness, so I'll take your word for it. It's fine. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't go out of your way, but uh, you know. that's going to get me in trouble. Uh, anyway, <laughs> folks uh, yeah anyway there is we have like we haven't even got to the important part of this scene which is like you know you know he's talking to granny about all this stuff and she's like hey you you quit ping pong what are you what why are you here at tamura table tennis <laughs> and it is that realization of like oh yeah Peko said that he's quit but ping pong is so ingrained in like his identity that he just has no idea what to do yeah there's nowhere else so to go he's like so he's just like ah, i'm here to volunteer elder care <laughs> Uh, which thank you, King. Um, you know, Pe- Peiko understands that caregivers need need more money and you know services for them. Um, but <laughs> he's undercutting of, them by doing volunteer work. What what uh, King is yeah. this? Damn, true. Oh, uh, are you telling me that Kings might be bad, Trevor? <laughs> oh no, you flipped uh, it on me. You flipped it on me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sp- speaking of money, uh, not that we were anymore. <laughs> Uh, Chasm is out here doing shoe commercials now for the Poseidon brand, which, you know, Yuri uh, is the face for. Yes. Yeah. Um, And they're talking about uh, again, talking about how how healthy uh, capitalist sports uh, are. The guy's like, oh, Kyle's got to think about its international brands. I also Um, like the I love the um, I love the idea of um, of like, well, we don't expect to sell a lot of these in in the country because like yeah. Japanese people don't don't play on mats, but yeah. other places do. So we'll sell in places that uh, will not be immediately relevant to you. It's like the yeah. the best capitalism thing ever, where it's well, like, oh, it, we can't it, sell here. Well, and it and it ties back to uh, well, I'm, it, tying backs might be a bit strong, but you got a little bit of that in the first episode we watched this week, where he's like, oh, the people at Kayo are thinking about your long term future. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so here we get that reinforced. Um, yeah, um, and we and we do get the scene of the team like talking about like, oh, I wish you, vice captain, were the actual captain and not fucking baby Mussolini over there. 
Yeah. He is baby Mussolini. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, y- you know that Cosma sees the fucking uh, like Mussolini headquarters and is like, I just think it's a neat building, guys. It says CCCCC all over yeah. it. That means yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And meanwhile, smiles using those wonderful co- communication skills we all know and love to uh, piss to piss off everyone at the club to the point where even fucking Kozumi has to be like, hey, man. Like just bring it, bring it down, bring it, bring it down. I love, I love how like it's just like a, a high school club, and and he's like, we need better balls, and and uh, and Ota's like, oh yeah, sure, like um, I'll we're kind of looking into it, and he's like, that's what you said last week. <laughs> it's like, man, uh oh, oh hello, hello. Hello. Nope. Yeah, we're uh, back. Okay, we're back. I'm back. Yeah. You cut out on my end as you said Oda's balls. So <laughs> oh, no. Um, I mean, I know the scene you're talking. About, yeah, so, yeah. So like basically, yeah. So the I, I don't know if I cut out on this end. I guess I'll uh, just around. I'm gonna make a little note and say it's right around Ooh. the minute thirty mark. But like, uh, or hour thirty mark. So yeah, I was gonna say, Trevor, come on now. You know how these podcasts run. Um, okay. So. Will we make it to back-to-back weeks under two hours? The listener will already uh, know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, basically, asking asking uh, Ota to do like completely impossible tasks that like yeah. shouldn't really be his job as a captain of a club that doesn't care about him anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the thing of like, oh, you're the club. Like, you should just be doing what the club captain's meant to be, and it's like. Dude, what the fuck is this? like? This isn't a club anymore. This is this is your thing. Like, yeah, you and the coach have a thing first, going. <laughs> yeah, um, and but we do, but you know, we do get. Uh, but this does give us a good transition um, into spending some time with Oda. Uh, you know, it's nice. You know, we haven't. You know, we know the guy. We know the hair, but we don't. You know, yeah. As get, as get as he says to his fellow, as his fellow captain says to him, I always know you, whatever you're wearing, because of your hair. Yeah. Yeah, and the and his friend, um, you know, you know, Oda's just like, oh, this this club's not. I don't get it. Why isn't this shit working anymore? And the other guy's like, hey, of course you guys and Smile can't get along. This is going to be like on the way he's going. This is going to be his career, and you're you guys are just trying to make high school more fun, <laughs> um, right? Which is like, oh yeah, totally, yeah, great, yeah obviously and it's like it basically is a, it it it's the the it's the the kind of admission that it's the it's Kozumi's fault that this is gone yeah. the way it has because like yeah. at that point the coach should say like okay look like this isn't this isn't a fit like you have to go to a better school than here yeah well like yeah and better or just like hey maybe i shouldn't try to like live like relive my past oh well, yeah that you know, too as, i could i could as I granny could do a said job. to my as granny said to my face at it's like, ah, you can't just, like, yell at this child in the submission. And they're like, ah, I'm remembering that I'm the butterfly, Joe, though. So, um, but anyway, Trevor, you brought it up earlier. Ah, yes. And here's where it actually happens. It's the bathtub scene, baby. Oh, do you no. Wanna, do you want to frame this scene? Okay, so um, uh, you, have, you have the dragon himself in the bathtub. Um, uh, everyone's new favorite phrase, the dragon in the bathtub, <laughs> not going quite Witcher three with it, not quite doing the like tiny bathtub giant man thing, but yeah. the knees are up. You're seeing like a, an outline under the tub. It's not sensual, yeah. but it's, you know, it's a bathtub scene 
And Yuri, his cousin, just like walks right in and says to Cosmo, like, oh, hey, I got these flowers. I think they go really nice over here. Um, and they chat a little bit. Maybe they'll go somewhere over Christmas. And uh, and she leaves, but like basically just hangs out and talks to her nude cousin in the bath for a little while, which is like not a thing that you do. Not a not a thing that you do. All you did you did leave out where Yuri tries to talk about Kazuma's dad and like oh he's my hero because like he worked with the flowers and that's what made him happy. And Kazuma just goes like, "LOL, heroes are fake as shit. What exists is reality." <laughs> and the only way you can win is by adapting to reality. Yeah, and like obviously, Trevor, you and I know that reality is 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 it's a very real thing. Oh yeah, it's objectively true, and adapting to yeah. it is something that you can or yeah. cannot do, and it's like a choice. What is commonly understood as reality is definitely not just a series of scams directed to extract all your labor and money. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Yeah, it's just, it's just a real thing, and you have to accept it. Yeah, unfortunately, um, that's the case. Yeah. That's exactly um, right. Um, and anyone who's listening to this and thinks they uh, have figured things out without actually grappling with real reality, uh, think again. Anyway, that again, that is uh, patreon.com. <laughs> the real reality of me asking yeah, for more money. The real reality is giving Trevor Strunk money. Um, but, yeah, so that, the you know, it's a... Yeah, so after this bathtub scene, how are you how did how did you react to it? I didn't like it. I thought I thought like immediately I was like, oh, were the were the were those teens right about this relationship? Like I don't like that they were. Um and 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 if I was worried about it, it just it, it gets Trevor Shrunk coming out strong against flowers in the attic. Um <laughs> Flowers in on. the bathroom. Um <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, because there are flowers. Yeah, she literally brings flowers. some flowers, and she talks yeah, about which sucks. flowers she likes. It's like it. The weirdest Sorry part that I clapped into the mic. The, um, the weirdest part of this. The weirdest part of this. Um, of this scene is literally that like they are having just like an a utterly casual conversation, where it's just like, oh, you know what flowers I like? I like other flowers like this. Yeah, this was fine, and it's just like ignoring the fact that. Your cousin is nude in the bathtub. It's very yeah, weird well, to me. And the, oh, and it, it, well, and it's the thing of like they have the cos- casual conversation. The Kazuma does pivot into the whole like kill your heroes. The only true reality. <laughs> have you read? Have you read the Fountainhead? <laughs> I think it'd be good for you. Yeah, Kazuma. That's just like that's just Kazuma's energy. Like where he always yeah. is pivoting into something where he's like, uh, "Let me explain to you why these people don't deserve your twenty-five cents, and like what they're going to spend it on is worse." <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but um, uh, sorry, like cramp is happening again. Very fun. Oh no! Put put the note down. Uh, this is this is ex- it, you know what? It's been a few weeks. I guess I guess actually it only happened the first time we recorded. It did. Yeah, no, it's, it's... yeah. Uh, J- J- Julian body. I'm, I'm sorry if to edit around this. Hopefully, it won't last too long. I was thinking like, oh no, I can talk about Christmas Paco, but um. No, much like the way Peiko's uh, girlfriend is feeling, I'm not in a good spot at the moment. Oh, f- oh, fuck me, it's getting worse. Hold on, I gotta push this table. Oh, wait. Okay. So, how are you doing, Trevor? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, if you good. want, we could... No, no, it's good. This is going to go away in like a minute or two. Okay, okay. They, they never last long. Oh, well, that's good. Like... Okay. Like, the worst part is, like, the worst part of them really is the chair I have here. 
is like not like or the setup I have here, it's not easy uh, for me to like pop out of it. Oh. Like, if I'm at home, what I do when I get the leg cramps is I just lie down immediately. See, um, yeah, that it it makes sense that it would be like you you're sort of missing the the normal way you. Yeah, which you know, less less than two months. April second, not not. You know, we'll get through this in like another show, and then I'll be home, and that's how I'm keeping track of time now, I guess. <laughs> hey, it's a good way to keep track of time. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, by the content show. we create. All right, let me. Okay, I hold on. So I'm sitting upright again, and so I just gotta move my leg around to make sure that the cramp won't come back soon. All right, some light tingles. Okay, fun fun times at Trevor's Drunk Time. Hi. Yeah, sorry. Nah. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. I mean, at least this didn't happen in the middle of a sentence, I guess. So maybe. So hopefully, stitching it back together. I don't think it's going to be too tough. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. Uh, all right. Okay, I can stand up again. That makes it go a lot faster. Oh yeah. Okay, we're good. Okay. Cool. Okay. Sitting back down. All right. Um, um, so, uh, where do you want to start from? Or so, uh, you... where were we ending? Okay. So yeah. Uh, the bathtub scene. Very weird. Yeah, fountainhead. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, just like the energy of, of, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, it's just, it, it, Basically, we're on we're on the chasma the chasma train, and we're not liking anywhere it's going. Um, oh, it's it's a bad train. But it's, we it's, also get the this is where the next scene is is uh, another Wenga scene, right? Well, yeah, yes, but like the first the the next like big scene is uh, the next like immediate thing is is Christmas time at the at Pecos at an aquarium. You know his girl. Calling girlfriends probably a bit of a stretch. Oh, this is a great scene where he just basically starts staring at Scuba Santa Claus. Yeah, there's a Scuba Santa Claus. This girl, he's drug out uh, to the aquarium on Christmas. Shows up and is like, all right, I'm here. What's going on? And then she realized, like, wait, you don't have a Christmas present for me. What the fuck? Then just You asked me out. And he just, he doesn't even respond. Just the the absolute neg. Bad, bad Peiko. Um, but now, but now that we got those bad vibes, um, <laughs> Wenga Khan, baby, he's good. It's beautiful. Oh, his mom's yeah. over. He's like, well, oh, well, so first, good. well, yeah. I mean, the mom stuff's incredible, and we'll talk about that. But first, it's he's it's like him coaching his teammates, and like he's even praising them and saying they're good jobs. But he is also like he, he's at the point now where like. He can make like he can criticize them, but it is like in a joke fashion. Like when he says like, "Oh, it'll be three thousand years before you can hit like do those like bottle tricks." It's not in the like, "Ah, oh, you're a dickhead" way. It is the like, "You should focus on doing your serves because you'll actually be good." Then. Right? Yeah. It's um, it. The shift is um, him saying that, where it's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, like actually you um you you know it's it's okay like." If you do this, you'll be a good player. And then he says, oh, as yeah. good as you. And he says, absolutely not. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Let's be here. Clear. I'm still I'm still king around here. Like way um, better at this than you will yeah. ever be. But yeah. you could be but better. If you want to have a fun time doing this, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And but now, yeah, uh, Kong's mom's here for Christmas. 
Um, they're making his favorite wontons. And then just like one after one, his teammates are just like, ah, oh, hey, mom, you're real cool. Can I like help out? And Wenga is very like reticent at first, right? Yeah, just like, um, I don't, why don't we just do these by ourselves? Yeah, like, oh, you'll fuck it up. But then like, oh, the entire, and then it's like quickly becomes like, hey, the entire team is pitching in, buddy. We're having, we're having a good time here. We all love you now. And it was like, it was um, cool because like, it, it, like it was this, it was a really nice scene. The, the idea of like, you know, everyone chipping in and then yeah. like the cool, uh, shift where they're all eating the food afterwards and it's Merry mm-hmm. Christmas. And then they go into karaoke. It's just like, it was cool. Like the, the, the flow here was very, very yeah. um, effective. Well, it is very effective. Unfortunately, what is also effective is like they're having their like feast and she brings out the cake and then just quickly cuts to Peiko alone having those dog shit alcoholic candy bottles. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so gross. Yeah. But we get like we get and then it's Yuri waiting at like Christmas tree like, ah, Kazuna, meet me at 730. And like it's like eight is it's like you know she he's not gonna show up you know that from the instant you see this and also just uh just imagining that he's there with her and they're hugging and walking hand in hand like they're in love well okay so that that does happen and boy is it normal but but that is also when the karaoke has started and we go into full-on music montage Uh, okay i forgot that the yeah i forgot that the, the uh the peiko being drunk on gummy things was not during uh, the music well, montage. Yeah. Well, well, so what, what kicks off the um, what kicks off the music montage that we have Peiko, Yuri, and then um, Kozumi's like, "Hey, smile, let's stop practicing. I got you a Christmas present, buddy." And you know, like he puts the bag on the table, and that's where we get like, "Hey, they're singing a fun Christmas song." Uh, Kong singing the song in Japanese. It's it's very beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then that this is where it goes into full montage mode of we get drunk Peiko, Yuri line the scene that you just described. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, it's good that you did it. It's not. I mean, I'm glad that you did it. Um, that you didn't have to. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll even describe the other part that is terrible. <laughs> um, uh, we'll get we'll, we'll, we got a little bit though because we got Sakuma on his construction ground. Oh yeah, that was interesting. Um, I liked that. Yeah. Uh, Oda's working like on the roof as, as alluded to earlier. He says, Oh, it's seven o'clock is when your favorite, this is a real much earlier where he says seven o'clock is when your favorite show's on. I'll do my best. Yeah. And he says, guys, I gotta go. I gotta go do work. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. Earlier you brought that up and I was like, ah, oh, he's fixing the TV. And then, um, so, but, uh, Trevor, what's up? What is the real Kazuma up to right now? <laughs> oh, he's laying in like, bed. He's at, he's at, yeah, he's at, he's at home, right? He's looking, is he yeah. looking at anything? Uh, he's looking at a ceiling and, uh, on his ceiling, great news! Mm-hmm. It's a poster of his cousin. Oh well, I'm like maybe maybe it's just like ah, you know, you're my friend. Is there anything nope. else in this scene that would? Uh, oh okay. Wait. So wait, was so there something there... else that I missed in this scene that there was extra? Oh, sh- you didn't see the tissues on the? Oh, buddy. oh I yeah, missed the are... tissues. Oh no. Yeah, there there are a classic crumpled up tissues. Oh, see, uh, I was I was section. too like taken aback by the poster. I missed the. Oh, geez. You miss you miss the yanking. I, um, I'm glad. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a uh, real gross. Yeah, yeah, it is. sucks. Uh, uh, however, we are quickly saved from having to think about the yanking because uh, Agami does show up. He's in the mountains. Is like, 
maybe I should go overseas. Yeah, um, it's very good. Where he's just like, yeah, is this? He he has a moment. Like the line is, "Is this the mountains?" Which I love oh, so yeah. much. Like, have I made uh, it to the mountains? Is this all it is? I yeah. I love you. I love you, King. Agami's Agami's on on it, and we love him. Um, and you know now we're Yuri's back at home. She you know she sees Cosmo's phone. He clearly hasn't looked at it, so she deletes all the texts that she had sent him on it. Um, and then walking around, we see him doing some sports science bullshit from the ceiling. He's doing like, ah, oh, I'm gonna do crunches while suspended from this from yes, yeah, so, some real some real upside down, uh, just like some upside down, yeah, dumb stuff. It's like you know, I my blood flow was all weird because of what I was doing earlier. So this, this is how I center myself. <laughs> and Post. of course, Yuri stops and watches him sweat for a while. Yeah, it's 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 no, but you know the song's still playing, so you can pretend everything's fine. However, this is when they ruin the song. I mean, <laughs> I mean they don't ruin the song. They do they do make you sad though, because it's you know a, a, <laughs> oh, yeah. another cake has appeared. And the candles are getting blown out, and it's revealed. Oh no, this isn't this isn't Wenga's cake. This is Smiles' cake that Cosme gave him, and he is all alone in the dark. Um, and this is and this is where that title card comes up, right? Of like, Smile blows it out. Just immediate. You love this sport more than anything. Yeah, you um, love you love ping pong more than anything. Yeah, it's like, which oh. obviously that that line is said by Sakuma to Peiko, but here is where it's like, oh, psychic damage. Fuck me up. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, it is. It, it's it's rough. Like it's it's a yeah. it's a tough scene, and like yeah. I, I, it's true that we haven't really gotten a lot of, um, a lot of details about what uh, Smiles' living situation is like. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, Matt, Matt's. A, Matsumoto has one manga that's very interested in that. It's called Sunny. It's great, uh, but for the most part, for for some for reasons, uh, he's not not super interested in depicting child home life. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, so any, yeah. So it's the next day. Um, we're at we're at Tamura's. Uh, Peiko shows up, and, and you know, other child's like, "Hey, man, there's some kid with a chopper showed up. What the fuck?" Which makes you think, like, "Oh, is Smile here?" Right. Except, except no, it's it's Akuma who has hair again, baby. And, he, and he's, he's and working he's, on a chopper now. He's well, he's working on a chopper. He's shit talking Peiko, but like not in an aggro way, right? Like it's it's a much more playful um, than the full on like I'm gonna fucking rip your throat out piece of shit and i really i really liked the way he he was talking about his chopper he's like what do you think of this chopper yeah. Pico's like it's not bad you guess you worked at it and he's like it, it's fine he's like it but it couldn't even beat a child i just wanted to see if i could yeah. do it yeah, it's like oh it's fine but uh it's actually terrible man i just yeah he's like i want to see i could do it because like you, that's like the the bits of his like i just gotta work ten thousand hours a day mentality right right like just want to just want to make sure. Just want to explore all the options um, before I can accept that not all birds can fly. But he's willing to uh, drop it too. Like it's one of those things where he's like, I just needed to see what you know. I needed to I needed to see if I could do it. And he's like, yeah. Guess I can't. And that's it. Well, yeah. And then like in his own words, he's like, Man, it was such a relief when I realized it. It was so good when I didn't have the talent. It was great. Yeah. And um, he's talking to Peiko on a bridge at this point. Yeah. Yeah. This. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of last. Or was it last episode or the episode before where Peiko threw? Okay, it yeah, was last episode. it was the episode before, I think. Uh, no, it, or was it this episode? episode? Yeah, because so 
Asakuma lays out the guy, and we get the message like, ah, suspended from school, kicked off the team. But then it's Peiko throwing his paddle in the river with the, like, ah, peace. Um, okay. Sorry, partner. He says, sorry, partner. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, partner? Um, yeah. But uh, so we're back at the same bridge. Um, and Sugima's like, man, my life's gotten so much better. I've accepted what's going on and stuff. You, you should be playing ping pong though. Is <laughs> that, that's what you're good at. And also like what you like, good, like what you do. There seems like the, one of the philosophies in this, in this anime. And I, I don't know if it's like the anime's philosophy or the character's philosophy. Mm-hmm. I'd have to see the whole thing to, to make it, to make any judgment, but like, Ooh, coward. Well, just, I just like reading things completely. Uh, but like the the one thing that I thought was really like it has been really interesting is this thing about like you find your talent and just do that. Like you can do what your talent yeah. is. Just like everyone has something, just go do that. And it's not even in like a an uplifting way. Like uh, everyone has something they're good at. It's more find like find what you love and let it kill you. Yeah, they're just like some stuff you're not going to be good at. Some stuff you'll be fine yeah. at. Find the stuff you're good at and just do that instead. Like it, well, and it's also like the like Peiko. You can't, like, you're so fucked up, man. You can't do anything but this. But you are good at it, so. Yeah, you just actually yeah. need to, like, try. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, well, yeah, and that's also the thing. Like, like yeah, you've coasted on all this talent. But, like, you you need to learn how to work at this now. Yeah. Um, and, and they, um, and, and, like, and this, you know, somewhat devolves into men yelling their feelings at each other. As, like, people which, go by and say, like, hey, that's some teen shit right there. Yeah. And, like, I say that in divisive way, but listen, I'm a, I'm a sucker for men yelling at their feel, about their feelings at each other. Gotta it's, love it. It's good. What's not to especially like? Be, especially because Peiko's reaction to this is to stand up on the bridge. You wanna? You wanna? Oh, and he he it? says like he because he says you know like when I was younger I, like I was so good at ping pong I would just like I would throw my paddle around and I hit the ball it was like I I could fly and he's like but I can't fly and he goes but and he jumps off and he says fly and he doesn't get to finish flying he falls right in the water he scratches in the water oh it's incredible just a very good um, scene i love it yeah it's like it's just a perfect explanation of like what what would happen if you're just like oh yeah like i i can fly i'll be good and just like no not really yeah and then we get some and then like this starts off with the general like pink still working through that ping pong on Wii. um and then I, I, i know we talked about it but just again hey what if they did a reflection of the previous akuma peiko match what if what if they did that um, <laughs> what if they did Pe- that yeah what if they what did would that? happen and, what, i mean i think peiko's body would start to give out as he's you know somewhat out of shape and uh wearing a bunch of clothes in a freezing river i love when peiko um, realizes this is a bad idea where he's just like oh yeah actually yeah it's not a good idea to wear clothes in the water i somewhere i heard yeah. about that yeah <laughs> it's very good um and he, yeah and he and you know he has his flashbacks about smile and granny uh the taste of iron uh <laughs> and then the hero the hero shows up here again making the triumphant return um and you know Pe- peiko is very much acceptable and, well and you get all this like imagery of like ah the dolphins and i'm in the trench of the ocean or whatever um, and you know, Peiko's just accepted that this is like it for him, right? Yes. Um, and then <laughs> Akuma just saves him from drowning in the shallows and is just like, 
dude, you were in the shallows. What the fuck? He's like, I had to like, save oh, an I... idiot who didn't even yeah. get, start to drown out in yeah, the ocean. Like, am, I at, am I at Okinawa? You at Jima? What's, what's up? And he's like, no, no. <laughs> I like his no, comment is, don't ever say that again. And there's no, like, yeah. it's not clear what that is, but it's like any sort of, like, account of this moment. He's like, I, I hated this. I hate that I had to yeah. waste my time doing this. Oh, yeah, and, like, you know, Peiko's, you know, figuring out what to do. And Akuma get like, the most honest advice of, how should I get back into this sport that I was competitive at? The game where he's one. just like, run until, run until you puke blood and practice swinging until you shit blood. You'll feel at least a little better than you do now, Mr. Hero. And just watch. It's mm, fucking incredible. It rules, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. And it's just Cat like, it's, it's this great moment where it's like, yeah, you know, you, you know, Akuma comes out of this realizing, like, he didn't like, he, like, his rivalry with Peiko was in part because, like, you know, if Peiko was to use the, like, have even, like, half the work ethic Akuma mm -hmm. did with his talent, he could be, like, a remarkable ping pong player and he doesn't yeah. and it's like the clarity that he has in the which is which is, is like, all of course always frustrating to the person that doesn't have the time yes exactly and then, like other bridges yeah. like you know you could have like you could have done something yeah uh, and you didn't like that was just that was your that was your choice yeah. dude like and yeah. now it's not your choice you have to be better than this yeah P Peiko, do better in lieu of a call-out post, I did save your life, but, I mean, you do have to do better. Um, <laughs> Peiko do better. Yeah, and uh, the, the episode ends here. You know, it's the next day. Um, you know, the Heroes theme music starts playing, and it's, it's great. Um, Peiko's finding his love for ping-pong again. Uh, finds, like, the old picture of him smiling Akuma after some tournament. Um, and, you know, he's begging Granny, right? He's like... Yeah, fucking break me down and build me up again. I, I want to learn it all. Um, and I so love where she says, like, y are you sure about this? Because I don't want you to do it half-assed. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I'm going to really, um, I'm going to really push you. And then she smiles and says, love you. <laughs> yeah, really love you, Peiko. Uh, that, like, that to me is one of my favorite little bits of the show. I was like, ah, Granny. Granny, you're so, you're so cool. She's great. Um, but yeah, that's, um, and that's where we're leaving off this week, Trevor. Yeah. So, uh, just under two hours. I think we're good. Um, Ooh. and I have really been <laughs> enjoying this. that's the goal. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Is any, any parting thoughts for this week? Uh, no, I like, I, I think the one thing I'd say is, uh, these, these three episodes in particular created like a number of storylines that not only did they open, but they like totally closed. Yeah. And I think that not maybe not forever, but like they turned to a kind of closure, which I think is. But like there was pretty like cool. they, they did the arc, right? They, yeah. Like they told the story. Exactly. Here, and sure, you can get more later. But yeah, they did the whole like arc, which own. is like yeah. in a in a show that is already economical with its storytelling because it's yeah. like so, you know, it's 11 episodes. Yeah. Well, it's only 11 episodes and it's so movement based. Yeah, like yeah. Everything in it is so much about like action and the depiction of action and stuff like that like it which of course we've spent like no time talking about really you just kind of have to I see mean, it like it yeah like it i mean part of it is i'm bad at talking about like the animation without being able to show you all a bunch of pictures of like ah here's this key frame i really like right but like yeah 
it's hard to talk about it. unless you're actually like you yeah. know it, it's super unique the way it's the way it's done yeah. like i've never really seen anything like it yeah. um but yeah no it's like it's like an ultra tight series of arcs it was like it was very rewarding to get to to get through episode six hell yeah any final thoughts on your part uh i'm you know i'm, I'm happy that you're still enjoying it oh yeah know? for sure I, good series you know, it's, it's good you know i you know I, I I'm supposed to be the expert here, but you know it's it's really your journey. Wow. Much like wow. much like you know we talk about the hero's journey in this show, the hero's journey of this podcast is you. <sighs> um, it's gonna give me a lot to think on. Yeah, and on that note, um, I'll see you next week, Charlie. All right. Good night, Chris. listening to no cartridge if you'd like to support us further please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation paypal.me slash hegelbon h-e-g-e-l-b-o-n it's really really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh the many people who make the show uh you know myself included but also our producers and various co-hosts um and and writers and artists thank you so much for listening Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.